everybody, and welcome to episode 476 of Video Game Apocalypse. I'm your host, Michael Rapparas, coming to you from the Al Vanderclip Memorial Studio of the Airwaves. Al Vanderclip, we hardly Great knew you. If you wanted to be the U Memorial Studio of the Airwaves, go to patreon.com slash laser time and join us at the $20 level. Who's joining me now? Ah, Capital Tour Guide, Chris Antista. And... Al Vanderclip of the Poconos Vanderclips, I assume. Oh, Matthew yes, Allen. yeah. <laughs> and special guest. Back from yet another screening of Spider-Man No Way Home, it's Chris's favorite authority <laughs> on all things Spider-Man, Chris Baker. We do play that see. every week. Uh, Chris, you really need to cut a new bonus time. <laughs> <laughs> not no. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, uh, yeah it's, it's, it's there. Huh? It's there. All right. All right. Cool. Um, uh, awesome. Maybe you'll hear it this episode then. Chris, you've been on the show before. Where can people see more of you? Oh, wow. Um, yeah, it's been a while since I've been on a free one of your shows. I think uh, the, oh, wow. the Stan Lee dying episode was the last time I was No, it wasn't. I, was I, I, I did your 30-20-10 stuff behind the paywall a few times. But I think wow. that's pretty much it. Oh, your room's yeah, it's been a while. Huh. Uh, yeah, uh, these days I'm at Zen Studios. Yeah. I'm working on a game called Circus Electrique right now. Actually, it's it's mostly done, but uh, you know we're we're still putting the final touches on it. Yeah, I've been at Zen for a while. I was there last time I was here too. Yeah, yes, where they could find me at, at cbig76 on Twitter, superhero.bg on the YouTube's. The YouTube's, and that's <laughs> that's, that's why I was excited to, to have you on this week because, and I I. I tried to lobby this as a top five but i didn't it didn't get anywhere baker this week is the 30th anniversary of batman returns <laughs> the most Funny you should mention that the mm-hmm. most batshit movie i have I, I and I'm, I'm not stunned by it i watch it like once every two years or something i love it but it is like the most gremlins too i don't want to make this movie yeah well we'll pay you more like fuck God, I hate making this movie. And it, I'm going to torture everyone in yeah. it. It's uh, a very it's, Tim Burton movie. Like this might be I the think, most Tim Burton. Of it is Tim the most movies. Tim Burtony movie because he has yeah. all creative control, all the budget in the world to follow up the biggest movie of all time, and it's it's absolutely nuts. And I, I need it, to I watch know, it again. I was going to text you just because, like, I thought of it because you know I was reading Batman comics around the time. That means it's the 30th anniversary of the grotesquification of the Penguin. Mm. Who, yes. whose entire 50 years he is an aristocrat fancy person clean doesn't even put his lips on his own cigarette yes uh and then after this movie which is disgusting <laughs> yes. Oswald Tomlin, you remember him in arkham asylum like i'm not gonna wear a monocle i'm gonna nail the bottom of a broken bottle over my eye like, mm-hmm. and then it, they get colin farrell cast as him and then put him under unrecognizable makeup just to be right. even uglier it's in, it's insane the penguin I, I haven't seen him a lot in any like, mo- like post New Fifty Two comics. The Penguin. I don't even know if they use him anymore. But he has been gross for thirty years. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like, and that that's that scene where they like stick the uh, cigarette holder in his mouth and he immediately spits it out. Like, yes. no, I don't need his cigarettes. Help to spew black bile everywhere for no yeah. reason. No, I want to bite an entire fish with in my head and then make a vague rape gesture toward this woman. Mm-hmm. This is an insane film, and I can see why McDonald's in the studio is pretty mad. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of makes me miss the like '66 Penguin. Like I, his granddaughter is on Twitter. And she Bert. will post just like uh, behind the scenes pictures of him, like in costume and stuff like that. Oh, or, yeah. or Burgess like, Meredith, yeah, yeah, Burgess Meredith's granddaughter. <laughs> it's it's amazing. Yeah, and I, I, what I wanted to do, Baker, and I want to see like just 
I know I'm hitting you off the cuff, but you always end up having fun trivia for stuff like this. Uh, it may have just been like I was super hyped for Batman Returns. In my opinion, it paid off. Like I, I wasn't disappointed by it at all. I thought it was way better than the first one. Mm-hmm. And the games, all the games that came out for Batman Returns, mm-hmm. I thought were fucking awesome. I think like in terms of a game, there were a ton of Batman Forever games, but they suck. And oh, the, yeah, Forever is some of the worst oh, yeah. games on the console actually. yeah, yeah. And, and but but returns they're just really solid beat-em-ups on a christmas set where you're beating clowns to death like there's something for everybody <laughs> and i i, yeah. I the shit out of the lynx version for some reason uh oh wow yeah uh yeah before the show i was telling michael uh that i i have actually a video i'm in the process of uploading right now my first ever youtube short Ooh. is ranking all versions of that game Are, dude he did not tell me that this is what i had planned to talk to you about for the last three days that the <laughs> batman returns games are all pretty goddamn solid because there's even some like bad jack nicholson bad ones turbo graphics but, but, 16 games. Uh, yeah they're they're all at least pretty good yeah the returns games it's not only the best movie it has like the best game tie-ins for some i mean uh, I, the super nintendo one i think is is oh, it's awesome really good yeah you know it, it's one of the I think it up to its point, it was the single best representation of a superhero character in a video game. Damn. Wow. Damn. Like, because it, it, it nailed the music. It nailed what he did in the movie. Uh, you know, everything was in character. Does he disappear uh, for an hour? I mean, he gets shot by, by bazookas and stuff, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but... Was was that the beginning of the, like, every superhero mo- or adaptation is a Final Fight clone? Because because I remember hmm. like it, it went on like with the Superman yeah, that was Death around and the time of Maximum Carnage yeah, a little before Carnage. it so in the 16 maybe era, yeah it was probably a little more like that. There's a lot of ladder climbing in the Superman and ES games, so it's mm. not actually X Men was before that. Turtles was before that, so yeah. it was kind of just yeah, joining the crowd, sure. I guess. Yeah. To be fair, like half of all games at that time were yes. those. Yeah, walk right, punch, mm-hmm. uh, and and speak. Speaking of turtles, I can't wait to play that this week. That's yeah. in the new releases. But anyway, we we do have a top five that Chris you suggested on Twitter, and that is specifically how I roped you into this episode. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, come on and do it," and you're like, "Oh God, okay." <laughs> yeah, it was just like a, a silly tweet I put up there, and I was like, hmm, "Maybe there's something to this." Hey, Vigi Game Apocalypse guys, you guys want to do a top five on this sometime? Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, why not right and, away? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Why, why are you going to make me think about something else and, and <laughs> another guest? Let's do this. Oh, should I talk about the tweet first? I guess. Oh, sure. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> yeah, because uh, the, the Genesis Second Mini uh, got announced, oh, and yeah. uh, one of the games on it is Mansion of Hidden Souls for Sega CD. And I did a tweet saying that it took me years before I realized that the game on Saturn, which is called The Mansion of Hidden Souls same title with a, a the in front of it was a sequel and uh, so, <laughs> yes. oh, so they pulled a james gunn with the suicide squad mm-hmm. yeah i guess so yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah kind of so yeah my my thought was like yeah you know maybe it'd be fun to just look at game titles and not having really any other information like what what are like the most confusing game titles like as a series or you know that sort of thing i feel like the the thing got adopted by twitter users decades later you know where you see like people like celebrities who someone grabbed their name and so it's like no i'm i'm real mick foley <laughs> yeah. i'm the yes. mick foley i'm real donald trump <laughs> yeah. what if we kill the batman 
Sorry. <laughs> Just stuck there. Yeah, that, nobody's going to want to see that movie. Let's kill it. The Batman, uh, the ba- um, the Batman is fine. I enjoy it. My favorite quote from the new Batman movie, one word. I love when uh, the Riddler blows up uh, uh, what's-his-nuts around the neck. Because hmm. he doesn't get the answer right, and he just goes, Bye! <laughs> it's so sick. Three, two, one, bye! I can't stop saying it to my cat. <laughs> As you blow them up. I thought your favorite Riddler quote would be just like the signature Paul Dano. He like has to do this in every movie, and everybody's like, rawr, rawr. <laughs> Do like a Chewbacca impression. Batman. Someone, someone make that Chewbacca with like Paul, the Paul Dano. Oh, <laughs> it would work. <laughs> it could work, but confusing game title. And I just like just thinking about this, having like worked on multiple sides of games now. It's just like you want to give your game the best name, and not everybody has worked on a series forever. And almost none of these games were being sold at the exact same time. So, like, in, in the defense of these people, it didn't make that much of a difference because, like, it wasn't competing with its entire 30-year legacy. It looks confusing for, what do you want to call it, armchair historians and YouTubers, people like also, us who... There's also a point you sort of reach diminishing returns on sequel names where, yeah. like, oh, people, yeah. by, like... Entry six, although Street Fighter Six looks great, but like you know, five or six, you're just like, I mean, I can skip that. There's gonna be how many more? I, of these I thought the most that? shocking one was Nintendo, like just throwing it out there was like the coolest move they made. Mario Kart Eight. It's our eighth Mario Kart. We've never yeah. put a number behind it before, and that's what we're calling it. Didn't they? And everyone understands it. Who cares? Hmm. Uh, you don't have to have. You don't have to catch up on the story of the last seven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mario Kart Eight. Oh, I never. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't know what was going on. I mean, yeah. it was, Who's what? What has Mario gone through? How has he developed as a character? Donkey Kong was murdered. <sighs> but I, I do like some franchises like get away from numbering and then go back to it. Like Mortal yeah. Kombat went away with like Deadly Alliance and like ah, now we're back and we're Mortal Kombat Nine. Well, Nine was just Mortal no, Kombat. Yeah. Dang it, Mortal Kombat qualifies. And, and then it's never entirely clear. Wait, is it supposed to be Mortal Kombat Ten or Mortal Kombat X? What's well, they not trying to Jason have it both ways? It's, it, it's it's an old entertainment complex where they're just like people don't like sequels what can we say we're gonna spend half as much money on beneath the planet of the apes because no one wants to see this twice except in video games because everyone loves sequels the most popular games are sequels but i think it took them like 30 years to learn that you do not have to keep doing this to distinguish your Mm -hmm. game well i think in movies it literally is like the box office usually goes down unless it's a a very successful franchise not usually goes down years. for like certain sequels yeah well, no, I, man, not in the last 10 years i tried to approach this as like okay if you're a layman and you don't know that much about these series and you're just presented with a list of titles possibly out of order would you be able to tell which one is which uh you know can, can you clearly determine like okay what which of these games are connected which ones follow each other and like right, a lot like of these, on a, the worst game show in hell. Yeah, All please, right, Michael please don't make this a quiz for us, please. No, name, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not going to make it a quiz. Don't name worry. the fifth Dynasty Warriors. And like, <laughs> yeah, it will be it will be exactly the level of quiz it always is, which is that I play a sound and you guess what game Whew, it is. Thank goodness. Thank which you. I've told you about beforehand, so it really boggles my mind when you can't get them sometimes. We were going to have to turn in our gamer cards. Mm-hmm. It would have been tragic. We yeah. never would be able yeah. to play video games. No, again. never. Um, but anyway, yes, some some of these just like 
go all convoluted. Like you said, they use numbers and then they start using subtitles and then they use subtitles with numbers and it gets ridiculous and Byzantine. Uh, but we will dive right into these right after this. Hey everybody, it's me, the raccoon that used to live under Chris's porch and used to be friends with these jerks until they dragged me back for one more promo and then used it for like 11 weeks without even telling me or giving me a follow-up call. But guess what? I found out about it and through the magic of lawyers, I'm back and I've decided to give them one more chance to actually switch it up every once in a while by having me back on to tell you, the wonderful listener, how to support these fucking idiots. Best way is to go to the Patreon, patreon.com slash laser time, and you'll find a bunch of stuff by these guys, bonus shows, spoiler casts that they've done over the years, but most Mostly, you will be supporting them by giving them money and supporting me by giving me continued living space in which to harvest and hoard rat skulls. My many, many rat skulls that I leave in macabre piles for these people to trip over every so often. Also, you can just subscribe to us on your podcast app of choice. And you know what? Leave us reviews. Five-star reviews only, please. Since here I'm supposed to threaten you with something like staring at you or putting my rat skulls in your house instead. But that's infeasible. And really, these assholes are on thin ice as it is. I don't want to get them in more trouble with you guys. Finally, and possibly most difficult, you can tell a friend about the show. You can crawl out from whatever bridge or rock you make your warren in, find another human being, shake them by the shoulders and say, listen to Vigigame Game Apocalypse, and they'll say, what's Vigigame Game Apocalypse? And you'll say, it's a show where some funny guys talk about video games, and they're like, what's a video games? And then you realize that you're shaking your old high school gym teacher, and your teeth are falling out, and it's a dream. My God, what have I become that I exercise such power on your subconscious? Anyway, once again, I'm being shooed away, so enjoy the rest of the show, jerks. And we're back to talk about what? What's in a name? Confusing mm. game titles. A miserable little pile of sequels. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> let's begin That's with... That's really Number good. five. I know this. Mm-hmm. This got me a YouTube strike. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a Western. Sounds like the Dirty Dozen or something. I used to love that music, and it I, yes, it I, used I, to be like any time like we're going to war on YouTube or whatever. We're marshalling all the nerds to go to bat against Sopa or Pippa or whatever. Like you'd hear this music. No one ever watched uh, Laser Times videos, so you won't remember this. But I, I made a vi- I was trying to get a hundred of my favorite video game idol animations together, and I don't know why, but I cut it to that song, hmm. and. And then I got a YouTube strike and I had to like take it out and remove it. And it just, it didn't work as well because it was all sunk to this song. Mm. So I still, Mm. I feel like whenever I hear the song, I feel like we got in a fight somewhere. (laughs) Uh, Well, it's it's good because that that is the theme music to Battlefield 1942, which was a just crazy free-for-all team deathmatch game where like you're playing in World War II and... It's a rugby scrum to be the first to get to the planes and the tanks. And uh, did someone else get to the plane you wanted? No sweat. You can sit on the wing and uh, with all your friends and <laughs> just ride around like that. Or you can you can get like a, a, a I don't know World War II a turret thingy. But it's just like every so many first person shooters had capture the flag modes. But that's like what Battlefield was because of mm-hmm. how many people it allowed. I think it started out as 16 versus 16, which at the time was fucking nuts. It was big for the time. Yeah. It, it was it was huge. And I just remember, like, this is the time when, like, Battlefield and Counter-Strike were so huge. That's when, even in my small town, a bunch of internet cafes started opening up. And I, I played in a Battlefield tournament, a uh, 1942 tournament. Yeah. I mean, the other thing Battlefield was known for is 
other than just being a first person shooter is the vehicles. Like it, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a combination of on foot first person shooting. And then like the vehicle stuff, it's pretty fun in a variety of vehicles too. Like you can get in planes in mm-hmm. addition to a Jeep or whatever. That and, and the theater of war changes with each installment. So why is this confusing? Because it goes from battlefield 1942 to battlefield Vietnam to battlefield two, which is modern combat. Uh, to Battlefield 2142, which is future, and you've got Laser. mechs and shit. Uh, then Battlefield 1943, uh, <laughs> which is the <laughs> Xbox Live yes, sequel I, to I, I played mine. It still works. Yeah. Uh, Battlefield 3, where they yeah. added a storyline. Why do that? Uh, Battlefield 4, where they continued that storyline, and now it's even more modern combat. It's it's in the, the near future of 2020. Well, Here's a quick question on three. Which one is that a sequel to? What, what was two Nothing. at that point? Then? Yeah, Nothing. two, two was, was just of... the, the free-for-all modern combat one that I think technically it, it beat Call of Duty to the punch. Three, three was Battlefield's like kind of return to prestige. Like, yeah. oh, shit, this looks really good. And everyone was really pissed because it had no single-player mode. Because, it, you know, now I, I feel like we're like four years away from Call of, Call of Duty launching without a single-player mode. Like, you got to pay extra for it or something. Hmm. Uh, but... It seemed weird because Call of Duty fans were half and half. I think Steam sold them. You could download them separately because not everybody needed both. And 20, Battlefield, Battlefield 2042, which Michael's going to get to, no single player mode. So I mean, there, there is a single player mode, and by that, it's, it's bots and multiplayer levels. That is it. There's no yeah. story. There's no cutscene. Nothing changes. Yeah. So ba- Battlefield 4 also um, added a new character named Irish, who was voiced by one of my favorite actors. Target down! Clear! Standing! Okay, back to the car! Pound, bust the window! Hannah, shut the emergency brakes! On three! One, two, three! We're getting there! We gotta get off this bridge! It's too dangerous! We are not gonna leave you behind! No one gets left behind! Boss! So that is Irish leading your squad to try and get you unpinned because you're pinned by a car against the railing of a bridge and they're pushing mm-hmm. it while this massive typhoon is like blowing cars past you. And uh, that that is Michael K. Williams. And he oh! reprised that role in Battlefield 2042, which I think is set like 20 some years later. Is that his last role? I think it is. It came out posthumously like he, he had already died by the time it came out. It, and well, that made it me was a little sad. recent. I, yes. I remember when I played the game, I was like, oh gosh, he just passed like a month. It, it was like a matter of months. It was, hey, yo, it was Omar. Hmm. Yeah. Missed that guy. Oh, well. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah. Battlefield 4 gave way to Battlefield Hardline, which was trying well, the to. Cop game. Yeah, the cop game. The cops and robbers, and it was, I think, Visceral's last official game. Yeah. yeah. Um, it kind of maybe sank the studio a little bit. Um,. Then uh, they they decided it was time for a reboot, so they went with the not at all confusingly named Battlefield One, and and why which was is a how, great game? But it, yes, do you remember on. how excited people were for that? Like, oh my, finally we get to play in World War One. I'm like, did school teach you about World War One? Yeah. Terrible. Is war. that the one that introduced horses? Yeah. Yes. 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 There, there was like I know very little about the Battlefield uh, series. You have like the, the guy riding on the back of a horse with that. a flamethrower. Yeah. You had a 50% chance of being shot or stabbed and a 100% chance of dying from both. 
Mm. Like it, <laughs> it's an ugly, yeah. dirty war. Yeah, but, yeah. I remember the tank sequences in that game were just like terrifying the whole time because tanks were not as advanced as they were in World War II, and you're just mm-hmm. like, oh no, we are a moving target that yeah. is. Yeah, well, we the, can't do much. Like it, it took an interesting tech, which was like it had multiple shorter storylines, and one of them yeah. was you're just like this tank crew, and and you're yeah. trying to babysit this stupid uh, gargantuan monstrosity as as it rumbles around. I really, yeah. liked, I really liked movie. I, I didn't but, play any of the multiplayer one. I just played the campaign and I loved it. Yeah, but uh, I think Battlefield One definitely stepped up uh, the the quality of the writing that we'd seen mm-hmm. in the series. The war is the world, and the world is the war. Welcome to War World. Behind every gun sight is a human being. We are those people. We are the jaded. We are the naive. We are the honorable. And the criminal. We are the bound for legend and the lost to history. We are the knights of the sky, the ghosts in the desert, and the rats in the mud. And as he's saying all these things, you see different characters that are going to be in the story. <laughs> but, Which is crazy for me because I, I'm going to guess I spent, I probably spent um, several hundred hours in the Battlefield series before this. Wow. And that like, no character was ever seen talking until like until like three or four and then one was just like holy shit people have names now they are really yeah. trying to pair themselves mm-hmm. with call, like make some call of duty parody here are we Here's skipping here. over the spin-offs that were like i think before one yeah right? yes. battlefield bad company and bad company two yeah uh, battlefield heroes the closed uh free right, to play that too those two but um yeah, trying to stick with quote unquote mainline entries, kind of. I guess Hardline was sort of a spinoff too, but but that from Battle was, I didn't get they why were, that was Hold on, hold on. They were trying to make Battlefield an annual franchise, and then mm. I think they realized we can't, we don't have Activision money. We can't make three and four every year. We are, we're going right. to have to have another yeah. team doing something else. And Hardline might be the most flawed yet interesting game, a modern game set in L.A., which is just a heist game. It's a yeah. It should. It probably would have succeeded more if they called it anything else. Instead, it just pissed off Battlefield fans. Mm-hmm. And and it's like this is copaganda. And it's like, well, it's it's somebody. It's about a cop who becomes a criminal because uh, he's being kept down by his his corrupt uh, it's colleagues. Still capture the flag at its yeah. heart. Relax. Like, <laughs> but but it was also like one of the first games where it's like. They modeled the faces of like every actor in this, and and mm. not just like the big name actors that they'd attached in lead roles, but like I, I think Fred Tattisher, who's like this really prolific oh. voice actor, is in it, and his character looks like him. Well, it's neat. weird, um, mm. but but great, great to see. Yeah, but, I, I saw Fred Tattisher out. once at a, a game convention, just randomly talking about how like the uh, the Pong era of uh, game consoles, you had to put the little sheet on your TV to. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, to play those. The, the I, it's line. just like a funny random moment from the Hulk. Oh wow! <laughs> okay, <laughs> neat. Um, well, anyway, so Battlefield One, the, this reboot gave way to Battlefield Five or V, <laughs> and and this is the only one of the single numbered ones that was not a sequel to you know. There's like two, three, four. They were all modern combat. Five right. was World War Two again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and again, story driven, and then Battlefield twenty forty two, which was a sequel to Battlefield four, and then it had Irish and was like again near future. Uh, yes, set a hundred yeah. years 
before Battlefield 2142, the mm-hmm. fourth Battlefield game. Yeah. Oh, my God. Gets even more confusing if you consider casual, like, fans who see the Capcom flying shooter games 1942 and 1943. Oh, God. And it's like, oh, wait. I think I wanted to say I think they might have been emboldened by that. That is an equally confusingly titled series. Mm. When, yeah, I think the last game like, XX, right? XX, it's... yeah. Because they because they ran out of years World War Two existed nineteen X D X so they had to just do nineteen X X but I, I think Battlefield because it I, I think it, I consider it a different game but it was definitely an expansion Battlefield Vietnam mm-hmm. um, it, it is a different game it was standalone there was there was a Vietnam expansion for Bad Company too but. I'm not sure, but I, I trust Wiki Pares. I, I That's not how I remember it, but I could the be. The only wrong. game that uses the same soundtrack is Trump Rallies. Fortunate that's Son by Creedence Clearwater. It was all stolen from like three movies. It was the yeah. ba, 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 da, 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 but they also had like Fortunate Son, which is like, man, if my game, my multiplayer game's going to load for four and a half minutes in 2001, I want to hear Fortunate Son for as long as I can. Because, yes, whenever it's played on television, they cut out all the angry uh, i yeah i'm not gonna go die in your war rich man yes. yeah all that shit. some well, folks that, alone man, that was always the man. irony of trump Ooh. using it is like you don't know what this song's about right like you should yeah. also play born in the usa by bruce springsteen because yeah, yeah. probably has wouldn't surprise me um anyway yeah the, yeah, the series was a lot of fun um it's very confusing if you try to do a, what's the what's the last battlefield game 2042 oh that's the last one mm-hmm. yeah Okay, and that one that was just a few months ago, I think. Which I right. I hate to say this because this will make us feel crazy and old. That is a near future game, mm-hmm. like right. uh, like Ubisoft Clancy style, twenty forty two near future. Yeah, I'm not so the play. last one was five, right? The last like numbered yes. Yes. one, and, and five they, so, they which followed one. Crispy. Here's what, what I'd like six to be. I would like for Battlefield six to combine the two conventions and to take place in the year six. Yes. yes. That'd be great. That'd be great. <laughs> Jesus is going to kindergarten. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this may, yeah, base it off of uh, Rise, Son of Rome. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. We love this yeah. concept. We got it from this place, Germany, which hasn't been invented yet. This is kindergarten. Uh, that's the German kindergarten. What would Germany have been called back then, Michael? You would know that. Germania? I don't know. Well, this is like... Yeah, yeah. Anyway. It was Deutschland. I don't know why we changed the name. We mm. didn't even go. Oh, it is now. It's still, it's still Deutschland. Yes. Um, anyway, let's move along to something even more confusing, but much shorter. Number four. Oh. Fay Victus, suffering to the conquered. Ironic. Now I was the one suffering. Not anything as pedestrian as physical pain, rather the cruel jab of impotent anger. The hunger. I didn't care if I was in heaven or hell. All I wanted was to kill my assassins. Sometimes you get what you wish for. Uh, gravelly voiced Shakespearean actor is waxing it, rhapsodic yeah. about his cruel fate. What could this possibly it, it's be? It's so confusing. I don't know whether to refer to it as the Legacy of Cain series mm-hmm. or the Soul oh, Reaver series. Okay. Yeah, so. Yeah, or, or the Blood Omen series. Yes. Which, because the first game was Blood Omen Legacy of... Colon Legacy of Cain. Yes. Then Legacy of Cain, Soul Reaver. Then Soul Reaver 2. Then Blood Omen 2. <laughs> Legacy yes, of Cain Defiance. 
And then Nosgoth, which... Yeah, it's the Nosgoth series. Yeah. We can all agree we're just sure. going to call it the Nosgoth It's, it's the Nosgoth series. Now, I, Nosgoth I was never like... officially released. It was just, like, went into open beta, I think. It's and not in shut E3. Down. Yeah. I, I love Soul Reaver, and then I'm like, oh, th- there's a universe around this game? And oh, I can yeah. go see and play, and then I look back, and I'm like, oh, I'll never play those. <laughs> this is this is totally different. This is an amazing game. Yeah, the first I, Legacy of Kane game is really tough to go back to. And play. Oh yeah, it's that that it's is it it's like a top down mm-hmm. perspective and yeah, yeah like three D so rendered. I recall like terrible load times with that oh, game. Oh god, in PlayStation it was the absolute yeah. worst load times I think on the platform that I remember. But compelling story, and I think that's that's it, yeah. it was worth revisiting in the Soul Reaver series, which became yeah. a 3D environmental and, and traversal game. Yes, it was it was advertised as a Zelda killer, I remember that. And Everything like, was it was like. one of the few games that came very close. Like this was really good for its time. It might have been one of the best games on PlayStation. I feel like 1. Zelda Killer back then just meant 3D block puzzles. It, <laughs> and yes. People called it a Zelda Killer. <laughs> it was sort of like, you know, a free roaming RPG where you know you you unlock new tools and get access to stuff whatever but it had the the, the um other vision too right you could see the nether yes. realm type stuff that was that was always cool mm. you see the souls basically. yeah you could see reality and then you know you could see the the spirit world or and you could actually go between them at uh, after a while at first you could only like make that transition by dying yeah, and and I would just want to say like the, the load times on the first Legacy of Kane. I remember like the pause screen took about like thirty seconds to load. It wow. was that bad. Just just and this was uh was that always written by Amy Hennig though wrote yes the first one yeah, yeah I yeah, believe yeah. so she she wrote most of the series if not all of it uh, I think up, up until Defiance but uh, yeah and then second second game beautifully fixed the load times uh, to the point, I think it might have been the first game where like, I heard the developers say, like, people should never be aware of a loading event. It should, you know, it should constantly be streaming off the disc, or you should be covering it up with cutscenes, whatever. Speaking of uh, Amy Hennig, too, like, to me, like, uh, that was when I first realized there were people with names, like, mm. dedicated to writing video games. Like, she was one of the, like, the, the first names promoted as a, a game writer. Uh, something you do now right? yeah. yeah oh yeah of course yeah was she an inspiration to you um i mean anyone successful in writing is an inspiration to me so in that yeah. sense yeah <laughs> I, I will admit i haven't uh played these games i've always wanted to i just never got around to it yeah. um it, it i'd surprises. say just watch the cutscenes on youtube probably like that's oh, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna get a lot out of that yeah yeah, yeah it, it surprises me just how dormant this franchises because it was huge yeah it was it was was huge for like a few years and then it just completely went away nobody cared anymore would people care if it came back or is it i'm not sure like maybe if it made a big vampires splashy yeah vampires are kind of passe now yeah i believe this is owned now by embracer right this was Mm, part of that mm, acquisition from idos and square enix so yeah oh shit that's right it was idos yeah Yeah, yeah, So, yeah. so this could technically come back if embracer wants to kind of evaluate they own so much now and that's sort of their deal is like bringing reviving franchises i love soul reaver and that was the first game i found i remember finding more information on the internet than i could find in a magazine you know because this is like what Mm. 2000 uh i don't know you probably reviewed it baker jesus it Um, it would have been like 2002 or something yeah somewhere around there and 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 there's this there's 
The first Soul, Soul Reaver? Great website Soul show. Reaver was, yeah, I like, say, like, 90s. Yeah, 98, 99, somewhere. Yeah. I, mean, I, I got it on the Dreamcast, so it mm-hmm. would have had... Yeah, I, I played right. it on the Dreamcast, so that's yeah. why I was thinking it had to be past 2000. I think it it was it was on Dreamcast oh. after it was on PlayStation. Ah, okay. Yeah. okay. But, yeah, the, all these... There's all these... I don't know who leaked it or all these cut level elements. This was supposed to be a much, much, much bigger game, and that sort of became right. the roots of... Soul Reaver 2, and it was the first time I saw anything like that online. Normally, when you get that kind of information, it's in a sidebar in a magazine with a microscopic screenshot. Or and normally, it's me... 30 years later. Yeah, you don't you don't yeah, find yeah. out about that stuff. And it made me like, I think I'm going to start looking at more game stuff on the internet. This this internet thing, it might have something. <laughs> I actually think the Dreamcast thing it was part of the reason Soul Reaver. Soul Reaver, I'd say, is when the franchise sort of took off, oh, and I sure. think it was. It was. It benefited from that. Like, hey, this was one of the superior Dreamcast. Ports. It looks so good. Everything looked like Tomb Raider, and by that I mean twenty frames a second. Hmm. And when you got Soul Reaver on the Dreamcast, like, it's not HD. Not everything's crisp, but it moves really fast. And I haven't seen a platformer do this. And this dude has a shitload of powers and can scale like an entire like eighty foot cave in ten seconds with all these wonderful maneuvers. Um, yeah, I was obsessed with it at the time. Yeah. Like, so I think part of the deal is that you know the first Soul Reaver, that's the one everyone played. Uh, which, by the way, continued to set a very high bar in terms of voice acting. Oh yeah, know yourself, or if you prefer, avenge yourself. Settle your dispute with Cain. Destroy him and your brethren. Free their souls and let the wheel of fate churn again. Use your hatred to read their souls. I can make it possible. You would become my soul <laughs> reaver. My he said the name with Christ. Death. Mm-hmm. That is, by the way, Tony J, also yes. the voice actor for Dom Frollo in Hunchback of Notre Dame, the Disney version. Uh, I was thinking of Ricky J, the magician yes. David Hammond actor. We, we've had this conversation. Before. Oh man, have we done this already? <laughs> Kinda. Soul Reaver was followed up by Soul Reaver Two. Just you know, no Legacy of Kane. Just Soul Reaver Two on mm-hmm. PlayStation Two. Kind of a disappointing sequel that sort of introduced all this like time man- manipulation stuff and made the plot a bit more complicated. Soul Reaver Two was followed up by Blood Omen 2, which takes place in an alternate timeline caused by the time manipulation yeah. in Soul Reaver 2, where Kane is woken up from this centuries-long slumber, and he has to play anti-hero in a very different take on Nosgoth. The Seraphan seized control of all of Nosgoth, and their rule is not kind. For 200 years, the Seraphan have enslaved the humans under their iron rule and hunted down and destroyed every vampire they could find. They have not succeeded, however. Not yet. And now, with your help, it is our hope to crush the Seraphan and restore order to the city. The natural order. Vampires preying upon humans. Naturally. Naturally. Uh, I mean, look, if you're going to be a Zelda killer, you have to also have a broken timeline and alternate histories and stuff. So it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, absolutely. It's just, it's just a little foolish. <clears throat> Basing your next game on a wild thing that happens at the end of the other game, which you're assuming everybody played to the end, which we always did mm-hmm. because we were kids and didn't have an income. 
And I was still someone with a bad income here, but this is also when I started pirating things. <laughs> so I didn't have to finish anything, mm-hmm. feel obligated to finish anything at this point. So I didn't get to the end of this and like, what is this? Why do I have to read about where this went? What is Blood Omen? I've never heard of it. Mm-hmm. It was the original title for like the first game. And then yeah, yeah. And then we had Legacy of Kane Defiance, which you let you alternately play as Kane and Raziel and, uh, you know, fi- finally put a... a you know, a period on the series. Yeah, like, I learned all that from the internet, but it was just kind of astonishing. I think this team found something different and named it something new so they could start fresh without all the baggage of its franchise. Hmm. And then totally like, why don't we bring our old franchise back too? Why don't I just be both mankind and dude love? That's what they said. <laughs> At the same the, time. In the same Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> And then, I actually, you know, people always talk about, like, should we revive this franchise? No, they closed the book on it. Like Michael mm. said, they sort of put a period on it. Like, I, I find it sort of refreshing. Like, they told the story they wanted to tell. If you want to make, you know, talk remakes, fine. You know, like, tell tell that story, maybe clean it up, because it got a little confusing. Yeah. No, I, I'd totally play a remake of the first Blood Omen mm. Legacy of Cain, because that game looks like shit now. But not uh, every I, game needs... You know, seven, eight sequels to mm-hmm. tell to keep telling a story. Just like no, they, you told your story, you got in and out. Good yeah. for you. Yeah. But for Soul Reaver, I'd love a really violent Banjo Kazooie. Hmm. Who That's wouldn't? <laughs> It'd be really. I feel like you could take that world and do something with it that you obviously couldn't do back then, just graphic wise. Like, like add the color a... blue or pink. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Sure. <laughs> Uh, really good boss fights in that series, yeah. by the way, also. But um, we should move along to something that's going to be a little bit samey. Number three. With what something right. we've already talked about. Good news first. The world's in great shape. We've got a civil war in Russia. Government loyalists against ultranationalist rebels. And 15,000 nukes at stake. Khaled al-Assad. Currently the second most powerful man in the Middle East. Now, word on the street is he's got the minerals to be top dog down there. Intel's keeping an eye on him. And the bad news? We've got a new guy joining us today. Fresh out of selection. His name's Soap. The, the bad news is me and the boys are taking a piss every day on Amazon Prime. <laughs> That's all I can all I can hear, that, that Cockney accent I don't even believe exists. Oh, it sounds dude. like he, he's just like close enough to Jason Statham, but not enough to get sued. Oh, you know, He's like, I don't mean to sound so much like Jason Statham. But I'm going to break down everything like Jason Statham does. Because Jason Statham has a copyright on Jason he, he probably, Statham's He probably accent. brought it up politely in a meeting by putting his hand up slowly. Oi. Oi. One <laughs> <laughs> question. One question, love. Uh, so, <laughs> if you haven't already guessed from the name Soap, this is so, Call of Duty. Calls of Duty. Call of Duty. I remember, I remember finishing Call of Duty three times, and then our boss was making fun of the name Soap McTavish. I'm like, who the fuck is Soap McTavish? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, who cares? <laughs> hey, is this is this one of those games we always say Call of Duties, but it shouldn't it be Calls of Duty? I guess it should. Um, yeah, I got in trouble the last time I commented on, on Call of Duty's name. Hmm. Call I of think Duty you get games. around that question by saying games. Call of Duty games. Call of Duty was a World War II franchise, and then like I played several of the games that are like, we got to destroy this entire third world country to get this hard drive. I'm like, was that your duty? <laughs> <laughs> really? Maybe uh, maybe spelled a different way, but yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, at the PlayStation magazine, we always had the uh, grammatical issue of, if you say Final Fantasies, 
is it a Y with an apostrophe S or is it an I E S? Because you're you're messing up the brand name. Oh. It would apply to Call of Duty. Ne- never apostrophe. That that just makes it possessive. Or, or yeah, or just an S. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like I, I think we and we just avoided it. We said that's, I was going to say Final that Fantasy was games. I, when I worked at PC Gamer, they wrote this whole Bible. I'm like, well, I'm going to avoid ever needing to consult this by right. not doing those things. Well, that was like, I don't know if you guys ever had like, you know, using passive voice, big taboo in, in online writing. And so you would just like rewrite entire paragraphs to avoid using passive voice. Like, well, fine. I can't think of how to change this mm-hmm. sentence. So mm-hmm. I'm going to say something else. And yep. It's fun. The I, Elmer Fudd cop out, if you will. I didn't know, I didn't know you knew that much about our jobs. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I had to he, do he did it for briefly a briefly at fandom, yeah. remember? No. Yeah. That's no. practically yes. how we met. That doesn't tell me anything. And I, I and I should bring this up now. Matt, I'm going to need you to delay your birthday. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, 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 one, I, this, one day so my that... Thing uh, that no, my thing didn't come through, and okay. I'm going to need you to schedule it sometime for next week. I think Thursday. Okay, but if is, that if it makes me as young as you, I'd be happy with that. You know, as yeah. young as me? Yeah, you're you're young and compared to Michael and I, you're like you're high cholesterol and a bloody butthole. What yeah. the fuck? Like you, like no one's <laughs> drinking the fountain of youth expecting to come out like me. <laughs> well, then there's Baker who will always look it's seventeen. Ridiculous. Are you dyeing your hair? Tell me for real. No, no. Jesus, he looks good. Liar. <laughs> All right. You're listening no, to Birthday Apocalypse. Uh, <laughs> you can see it. There's some great. No one said happy birthday to Matt. This is out on like. That's true. Oh, well, it's, oh, it's, it's, it's a day after we're recording, but happy birthday, Matt. Yeah. Uh, I was trying to sneak it by the listeners. So uh, nice. Hopefully, someone draw uh, another picture of you and uh, Toast together. Hmm. Mr. Toast. Oh, that was, that was fantastic. Stephen Toast, um, but uh, Call of Duty. Getting Stephen back to this, Matthew oh, Allen, happy birthday! Uh, it it did have its own completely forty sky high. Oh, sorry. <laughs> did have its own completely different style of English accent before we got to modern warfare. Well, goodness me, Americans made quite a racket, didn't you? That's quite all right. Uh, I can still walk. Captain Price, Captain Foley, where's Major Ingram? They moved him to a camp. That's the original Captain Price, but uh, Call of Duty, the first game, did something interesting in that, like, it was awesome. Like, we didn't really have a lot of World War II games prior to, like, Saving Private Ryan, and then Steven Spielberg went and helped Medal create Honor. Medal of Honor. Mm-hmm. And uh, that sort of kindled this interest, and Medal of Honor became a juggernaut, and along came Call of Duty to be the competitor, and they did something Medal of Honor didn't do, which is look at a perspective other than that of Americans. Yep. In fact, we got to play as Soviets, I think, fairly late in that game. But uh, they, I, I think, took heavy inspiration from the movie Wolf at the Gates uh, to the point where they had... Enemy at the Gates. Enemy at the Gates. I'm sorry. Thank you. I uh, wiki parse. You did. You did. Congratulations. Laugh. I'll be back in a second. Here's, here's your sound effect. The man with your right when the man with the rifle is killed, the man without the rifle picks yes. up the rifle. You carry the magazine and mm-hmm. pick it up when you. Comrade, what do men with bears do? Which where do we walk? Behind the man with the rifle or no? Hmm. <laughs> trying to be Russian okay. and think of Russian things. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Kind of hard to. Did you guys, uh, uh, cheer, cheer back for when Russian Call of Duty was new. 
Did you yeah. guys just see it as like a wannabe Medal of Honor? Because I yes. did for a while. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it, it was sort oh, of oh, like, I, but it's doing all these bold things that Medal of yeah, Honor it, isn't it, doing. It it's really Medal shaking Honor up the formula. Of Honor. I, I, I remember it so vividly because it harkens back to a different time. A friend of mine called me and like, dude, I downloaded this game, the, the Call of Duty demo. I'm like, oh, that Medal of Honor ripoff? Like, no, you need to come over here and see it. And he's doing all the stuff that Medal of Honor doesn't do. Including like a lot of commanding your squad kind of stuff, which the what? series is almost completely abandoned. Yeah. Certainly not Normandy Beach because they both did Normandy Beach, and, <laughs> and they were also like, "You will never have to open a door in our game," right? Uh, and and then you know, like, fuck that, let's breach all the doors. <laughs> door breaching is a major gameplay feature now. It's, I remember... it's one of the hardest things to do as a game dev. Doors suck. There's Doors no, are like so hard. There's to no do. internet. Our friend has the better computer, and so six people show it up at his house to watch the Call of Duty demo live on a four by three CRT. Well, well, that that's what I remember. Is Call of Duty was a PC tech showcase yeah. for mm-hmm. like the awesome. first two oh, yeah. entries, and really. It was HD and Xbox 360 that it got was it called three. No, it was two. It was a launch game. It was two. You're right. Yeah. It was two. But that's that's where you're like, oh wow, like this is this has gone from being a PC tech showcase to now this is I want to show off my new consoles HD. I'm going to yep. put in Call of Duty. So I'm going to read off these titles. Brace yourselves. Okay. Call of Duty. Call of Duty Two. Call of Duty Three. Very straightforward so far. Call of Duty Four. Modern Warfare. Is where we get the dreaded oh. subtitles popping there's, up. There's there's more in between though. You skip you skipped World of War, which is after oh. two and between oh. before three. Yeah, it, it got even worse no, before not. that. There were yeah, also like the Xbox one, original Xbox. Yes, one there was the, the big red thing. ones. I I'm yeah. counting yeah. those. Oh as yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but um, so Call of Duty Four: Modern Warfare, Call of Duty: World at War was Call of Duty Five, and it went back to World War Two after Modern wow. Warfare, and we got Call of Duty: Modern Warfare Two, then Call of Duty: Black Ops. Call of Duty 4, colon, Modern Warfare. Yes. And am I incorrect? There's been at least ten, over 10 games called Modern Warfare in the Call of Duty series. We'll get into that. Um, oh, sorry. But so Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, technically Call of Duty 6 Modern Warfare 2. Yeah. Then yeah. Call of Duty Black Ops, which was... Uh, Treyarch. Treyarch, yeah. Thank you. Yes. Um, they they Codwop. Yeah, finally got out of like, okay, we're not doing World War II anymore. Now we're doing like 1960s SOG going into like Black Ops during the Cold War. And then uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3, which closed the book on Modern Warfare. Then Call of Duty Black Ops 2, which was in the near future. Uh, mm-hmm. Call of Duty, and, and was all about like, oh yeah, we got like David yeah. S. Goyer to write the script. and right. uh, yeah, all, all We got this. him to ruin the script. <laughs> and well, what you're starting to see here though is the title mm-hmm. was actually tied to the developer and so the tra- treyarch yes. was doing the black ops games and uh, in infinity ward was doing yes. modern warfare and then i think the next one you're going to read or one of the next ones was sledgehammer when they when they got good. yeah so sledgehammer was created weren't they to, to make modern warfare 3 weren't they they were working i believe the story is they were working on a thing and then they got assigned to help finish a modern warfare, and then they started working on modern warfare. Or something. Mm, that's yeah, when I met your great, your yeah. your old uh, your old boss. Yeah, um, interviewed him a bunch of times for three. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so Black Ops Two was followed by Call of Duty Ghosts on PS4, oh, which I seem to remember ghosts. people didn't really like. That was that was the first game on new consoles yes. where like it switched the exclusive DLC thing, and people were fucking livid. Who who did that one? Do we remember which dev was Ghosts? Because Infinity Ward was over. 
Yeah. Or at least like, you know, a show. That's of. yeah, that was Vince was like leaving mm-hmm. Activision around that time. I, there still is an Infinity Ward as far as I know, but it, they, yeah, yeah, they're still around. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't mean the same thing it used to. No. no. Um, Ghost was followed up by Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. That, that's the Sledgehammer one. That's, that's the Kevin Vince Spacey one. one. <laughs> Why don't they digitally put Christopher Plummer in that game? <laughs> I'd play that. <laughs> um, let's see. Advanced Warfare followed by Call of Duty Black Ops 3, which had Christopher Maloney and I don't think had anything to do with Black Ops 1 or 2. And it was it was just like now it's the- hey frosty gentlemen I gotta go fondle my sweaters yeah. <laughs> it's the near future and everybody's like a cyber commando with cybernetic limbs it was the cyberpunk one and everyone's humping refrigerators yeah. it's great and then it's like Call of Duty in space Infinite Warfare with Kit Harrington as the villain right <laughs> fucking John Snow uh, mm-hmm. Call of Duty World War Two back to the roots and you know World War Two soldiers talking about their military careers and if you remember. The first game my father bought me. Wow! In yeah, twenty years, and the and technically the third game he'd ever bought me. Damn! <laughs> yeah, for some cool. reason, you're doing pretty well with this video game stuff, and I heard this was popular. And for mm-hmm. Christmas, as an adult, having gone through menopause, I got Call of Duty um, <laughs> World War Two. <laughs> <laughs> and then that was followed by Call of Duty Black Ops Four, when they said, "No more story. It's a battle royale now." And fuck uh, Roman numeral conventions. We're yeah. putting four eyes together. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. looks weird in my menu. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, Call of Duty. That was followed by Call of Duty Modern Warfare, not to be confused with Call of Duty for Modern Warfare. Mm-hmm. Yes. This is Call of Duty. The I, I have lost Call of Or the remaster of Modern Warfare. Yes, which came out around the same time, maybe a little <laughs> yes, before. Yeah. Yes. Um, and and Call- Modern Warfare 2 remaster was yes, around then, yes. too. Right. And that, you know, Call of Duty Warzone, which was, I think, actually included with Modern Warfare as like... That a, was the Battle Royale title. Yes, That's yeah, the, the, the better battle, battle Royale. And yeah, there's still, to this day, the designated where I think when you load up a COD game mm-hmm. yes. and you go to select that, it just yes. kicks you into a new client. It's like, oh, yeah. I'm going to open this other Matt program. Matt and I were fucking... Had, had some XBL issues. And I really hate, like, I click on a game and, like, oh, you haven't played this in nine years. Don't you want to update 400,000 gigs of stuff? No. And then every time I load up my Xbox now, it's like, you touch the game once. Like, yeah. Don't you? Stop. Leave me alone. It's so fucking know. thirsty. It's just like, yeah, come on. I just, I'm over here. I want to play something else. I want to play fucking Peggle. I, I, I don't, I don't need you. to update this 500 gigabyte file. I love Warzone. It's like the best uh, uh, Battle Royale I'd ever played. I still think, uh, even though I'm kind of out of that, out of that loop. And keep going. Phase. Sorry, Michael. How that phase of your uh, <laughs> followed by Black, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Uh, and uh, then Call of Duty Vanguard, which back to World War II again. Mm-hmm. And now Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Not to be confused with Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Arabic numeral. This is Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Roman numeral. No, They're did they actually different. change the numeral? They to did. English? They did. I bet. Okay, so having worked at Activision and knowing legal and how strict they are, I bet that is a legal thing with trademark and maybe yeah. to register mm-hmm. a logo and stuff like that. It's like, yeah, we had to do that. And, and as far as I know, like they'd used the Modern Warfare title about a billion times, ports and especially mobile. And uh, right, there's like a, a, an exclusive Wii game with Modern Modern Warfare in it that you yeah, would never want yeah, to play. Call of Duty Reflex, I, I want to say. 
God, yeah. I wish it was dead. Um, was there ever any any like 3DS Call of Duty the, stuff? I believe so. There was definitely yes. a Vita one that I played and was not very. I mean, it was it was okay, but it's like this isn't really a Call of Duty. Is that the one that was made in four months or something like Probably, that? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was At also the of the submarine in the Ukraine, just yeah. like. That's why it's all set there. Released around the same time as a disappointing Resistance game for for Vita, I think. Um, oh, you like that game? No, sorry, I, I, I I liked the Killzone you. one for Vita. Oh, you did? Yeah, sorry. Yes. Yeah. I can see why you'd get him confused. I, I always used to get. <laughs> I always got those two franchises confused. Like I always did. Like sorry. Yeah. When are we going to talk about the Killzone Resistance franchise? <laughs> <laughs> franchises, I'm glad are dead. I get mm-hmm. them confused all the time. But, uh, yeah, the Halo killers are dead. Mm-hmm. I, I do love Call of Duty games, but it, it, it's gotten a bit murky even for me. Like I, I stopped. Like there was a, a point where like I played them religiously every every year. Yeah. Got through the story like in you know one or two sessions and uh, loved it. And it's just like yeah, it's kind of gotten out of hand. <laughs> Is this like I, a secret drug habit of yours? Because you don't ever talk about them on the show. Are you no no? It, playing Michael and I've talked about them. Michael before. and I've been doing this for years, especially mm-hmm. when we like. Activision was pretty good about sending like the whole office copies of yeah. Call of Duty back in the day, and yeah, we'd all we'd all play it like the first night. We'd all blow through it and yell about it the next day and see what we could write about it. We did that's, it all the time, dude. That's what I love about those campaigns, though. Like they're like ten hours, twelve hours, very manageable. You can play them over a weekend and then you're done. And then if but you if here's, want to, they are into so. The I, I wish I could. I, I can't be very elegant here because I haven't played it. I played Vanguard. And I played a lot, like dozens of hours of zombies. Because I love the zombies. Zombies is great. And I wish they would sell it to me for $20 instead of making me pay for their multiplayer and campaign modes. Nope. It's a package But I, I played the campaign modes the last three. I'm like, these are so boring and hmm. dumb compared hmm. to like every other open world shooter we've... It's all... Everything is stopped to tell a story or put in a load time. Well, that, that was the thing about Modern Warfare 2019, I'll call it, the, the mm-hmm. reboot there of Modern Warfare. The campaign was really strong, like, and that, that was sort of a return to form for them. Well, I hated Vanguard, and I hated, I hated Cold War. I really did. I, I, the, a lot I, of people didn't like Vanguard. I am, like Vanguard. I swear to God, I am holding binoculars more than a gun. I hate this story mode so much. <laughs> I hate mm. it so much. Mm. Yeah. Fair enough. But what yes. Those titles are all over the damn place. I don't know. No, it, it seems yeah. like, but that's that's the Rambo prospect. Like we could lose the Call of Duty moniker because modern warfare makes a lot more it, sense I, unless you're doing something old school or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, in the past. I feel like Call of Duty at this point has become more of a brand than a series. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's like it's like Tom Clancy's. There you go. It's it's Activision's version of Tom Clancy, where it's like this is like Tom Clancy's Black Ops, Tom Clancy's Modern yeah. Warfare. It was if it was called that, it would be less confusing because like these would all be like their own series. But since I, it's I all part of one big series, it's a little daunting. I want to say, wasn't that part of the whole drama of like Vince? I forget the other guy's name. I'm so sorry. Who who left when they left Activision? It was like they didn't. They just wanted to call it Modern Warfare, or, or mm. like. I think that might have they, been they one fought, of the issues. They fought to not be in World War II to make modern warfare, and it almost lost. I think they said they almost lost their jobs fighting hard to make Damn. a not World War II game for a Call of Duty game, and then didn't really get much thanks for it. Like, when are you going to go back to World War II? <laughs> or like, I don't know. But they were clearly not very satisfied. Would kind of leave their company a few years later. 
and, and then and uh, started respawn and respawn. Yeah, mm-hmm. Apex Legend and the great Star Wars game. And Titanfall mm-hmm. two, fantastic. Titan, Titanfall mm-hmm. one and two are great. Mm-hmm. Well, now Vince like heads up most EA development. You know, no, he's, he, like, he's in control of the Battlefield series. Yeah, he oversees like most EA development. We haven't seen a Battlefield game under his uh, his gaze yet, but like, um, and by gaze I mean his uh, squadron of gay guys. Right. Yes. No, I mean. I Sorry, I just hated that I said. <laughs> no, I didn't like the phrase I used. Um, Under his um, gauze. Happy, happy Pride Month, month everybody. <laughs> God, I suck. Uh, um, <laughs> let's let's move along. Speaking of respawn games, number two. This is too easy. Now to get to my ship. I said respawn games because, um, yeah, well, what, first off, what game is that that I just played the clip from? That's Dark Forces, right? Yes, that's Dark Forces. Yes. And uh, as we were talking about this, we were trying to decide: should we make this about the Dark Forces slash Jedi Knight series, which is very confusing but short, or the Lego Star Wars series, which is also kind of confusingly titled? And then we realize, like, all Star Wars games have confusing as fuck titles. Yeah. So we well, have, yeah. we have, okay, first off, Dark Forces, then Jedi Knight Dark Forces 2, then uh-huh. Jedi Knight 2, Jedi Outcast, and Jedi Knight Jedi Academy. Ah, uh, you and, almost had it. All they had to do was say Jedi Knight 3, and they would yes. have had some consistency. But, but no, it's like, is this a spinoff? Is it a sequel? It is a sequel, but you're playing as a different character. But yeah, that that was the one you pointed out on, on Twitter, Chris, where it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, could, could a, a, somebody who didn't have experience with these tell which order these go in? Right, and it was it, it feels like just the names are passing batons to one another for no re- real reason. Yeah, I think I think Jedi Knight Two is is technically called Star Wars Jedi Knight Two. Wait, no, I one of them. It's like you don't like Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you yeah, could see it, behind him on Jedi on Knight Two Jedi Outcast, right? But on the the box it says Jedi Outcast. On the bottom, Jedi Knight Two. It's like it doesn't even know which order they go well, in. What, yeah, which order I mean, they put it in. I love, I love talking about the history of LucasArts because it's just like they almost seem to hate money sometimes, and mm. and just well, but no, they, they behave they artistically to, to push the envelope rather than uh, yes, just they behave, they, they behave artistically, they yeah. and like they don't care, and like you up until this point, up until Dark Forces, were happy to let other companies license star wars and make easy money that way without ever having to go neither it was george lucas made a rule no star wars games at lucas hearts he did but i, I bring a respawn in that because I, I realized also talking to you guys star wars jedi fallen order which is uh star wars jedi survivor is the sequel to that that yeah. means the series is Weird. called Star Wars Jedi. So we have Star Wars yeah. Jedi Knight and Star Wars Jedi. These are not yeah. to be confused. They are very different series. Well, it's, it's like I pointed out, Bioware had Knights of the Old Republic and Knights of the Old Republic 2. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Good, you're on a roll. And then they just did The Old Republic. Yes. Which, if you're, the again, MMO. if you're a lay, lay person and you just see the name The Old Republic and then Knights of the Old Republic, you'd probably assume The Old Republic went first and Knights is a variation on a theme. It's like, no, mm-hmm. no. no I, I, I'm the person who like goes to sleep looking through Wikipedias and Moby Game, ancient Moby Game lists, and it's really confusing taken as a whole. But I was saying to everybody but Chris Baker today, like that Star Wars has kind of geared its audience to sort of understand where they are. Like, 
Baker needed an extra 10 minutes so he could watch Star <laughs> Wars colon Obi-Wan, uh, which takes place when? Like before New Hope? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I think but, it's but 10 years two after Star Wars movies three, behind the last series they showed? They, they've, they've, yeah. Haven't they done TV series with the same name that are different? Like, was, isn't there a Clone Wars TV series that's more like a yes, Andron there's, anime? There's and the Tartakovsky one. And there's yeah, a, there's a Clone there's, Wars and a, there's a The Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Jesus. Here we go. <laughs> which, which is the hand-drawn cartoon one? Because that, that one's bomb. You can watch that, I believe, is The I think it's the Clone Wars. And you can watch both seasons on YouTube no, as if you're watching two movies. They're good. Yeah. I prefer yeah. them to the CG ones, which are too brown and yellow for me. That's the one where, like, uh, Mace Windu, just a complete badass. And you're like, how'd you get thrown out a window? You're a badass who just took down an entire battlefield. I mean, that's, that's the real... Sorry, this is a, a tangent. Nobody knows where Mace Windu went in terms of the new canon. <laughs> and and uh, Sam Jackson, I've heard... Uh, loves money, and <laughs> if you want him to advertise a uh, an ethical credit card mm-hmm. or show up for forty seconds in a Marvel movie, he'll do any of that shit. And I would love to see a fucking Mace Windu thing. Can I just say that when I worked at Lucas Arts in the mid two thousands, I suggested that they put Mace Windu in the Force Unleashed. What? What? What they say? That would have been awesome. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was yeah. like I don't know. They might have thought it was, I was just a P, low a low level PR person, mm-hmm. so it was like. Well, yeah, they, have... that's when they weren't as open to letting major characters play in the periphery of Star Wars. Like now you see a lot more crossover to the fact that I think it's like Jedi Fallen Order characters are appearing in the Obi-Wan series. Did, right? did you meet did you meet Sam Jackson money chance? No. It, so I, I uh we were playing it on Sick of Star Wars, which I really do want to keep going with cuz my Star Wars life is really crazy now thanks to something we'll probably talk about in a second. Uh uh we were doing something about Sam Jackson's role in a, and it's a great Howard Stern clip. And Howard Stern's like, you've been in the best movies ever. Unbelievable. Quentin Tarantino. And he just starts naming all these directors. And, and, and Sam Jackson's like, what about George Lucas? And uh, he's like, oh, yeah, you were in Star Wars. He's like, fuck, yes, I was in Star Wars. I fucking met George Lucas and demanded to, please, I'll do anything to be in Star Wars. And it's a fucking great story about how Sam Jackson, like, really gave a shit in like in like he's in phantom menace for like 20 seconds yeah can i can i just go back real quick chris did you choose the star wars life or did the star wars life choose you i'll I'll tell you what i i feel like there's nothing cool about being a star wars fan anymore especially not not only because it's fan base is shitty but it's like owned by a major corporation who will exploit any part of your brain if they thought they could make an extra dollar on it so there's nothing cool about it anymore but i am not unsusceptible if you have looked at my PlayStation, uh, you know, what I'm playing right now, I can't get away from it. Of course I love this shit. It, it's in my blood. I thought um, you were sick of it. You have a whole show. I say you're am. Sick of it. But that was like right after Rise of the Skywalker, which I think is one of the worst Star Wars movies. Ever. But like Dark Forces, going back to that, is also yes, my first PC game. It's a very, well, I think, yeah, everybody played that fucking demo. That's why the, that was too easy. Mm-hmm. I need to get back no, to my shit. My first a... PC CD-ROM game, and I just want to point this out, I think it is the exact same age as Internet Explorer that died today. Damn. That's your first CD-ROM game? Not Mist or like yeah. Seventh Guest? Or... No, I, I, I saved up all my money. because I thought you would like, yeah, I'm going to fucking play as the Stormtrooper, not realizing he was shooting at my character. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, <laughs> that's I true. You, don't, you don't get to be a stormtrooper in that game. But Dark Dark Forces was about a guy named Kyle Katarn, who's like this hard edge smuggler, and was one of I think like three different e- explanations for how the Death Star plans got to the rebellion. Because right. he just like walks in and steals them in the first level, and's like, "Well, here you are, Mon Mothma. Okay, we have another mission for you. Why Go you fight like the that? Dark Troopers." Um, and then. Uh, at, then we had Jedi Knight too, where like he just this this smuggler just gets Jedi powers. He goes to the Valley of the Jedi, and and now he has Force powers. Why not? And like then, for sure, this is the Valley of the Jedi, mm-hmm. <laughs> fighting dark Jedi as we knew them yeah. back then. And then like that was one of <laughs> Jedi Knight was one of like I think the first games to introduce the idea of moral choices, where like yeah, you can go with light side powers or dark side powers. And uh, what was the ones that introduced numeric key lightsaber battles? Because those were insane. Might have been that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and and then yeah, like Jedi Knight Two, Jedi Outcast, fantastic game. And and you could, I think, in in both Jedi Knight games, you could switch between the first person view when you were shooting guns, and then you go third person. At least in Jedi uh, Outcast, where you know you, you're using a lightsaber. Mm-hmm. And then uh, by the 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 fourth game in the series, Jedi Knight Jedi Academy, he's kind of been reduced to babysitting. I sense a disturbance in the Force. You always sense a disturbance in the Force. But yeah, I sense it too. It could just be residual dark side aura from this temple. Perhaps. Kyle, why don't you... Stay here and investigate? I'd love to. Why don't you take the kids back home now? Be careful, Kyle. Everyone, follow me to the shuttle. I think that... That was Luke Skywalker. I can't believe it. Yeah, he's your teacher. You should know this. <laughs> well, wasn't I can't it, believe it, they never splurged for Mark Hamill. Right? I mean, yeah, yeah what, Mr. What was he Mio. doing at the time? Just, uh, the, he was being the Joker, Joker probably. I guess. Yeah, not much. Mm-hmm. Hey, Baker, you would know this. Other than a few like side-scrolling games, aren't these some of the first times you actually play a Jedi in a Star Wars game? Because they were mostly vehicle games before that. Like, uh, yeah. I mean, you could be Luke Skywalker and just like the platforming mm-hmm. games and stuff. But uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, this was yeah, this was the first one that kind of just concentrated on, on being a Jedi and not, you know, piloting a snowspeeder or something like that. Yeah. I, I remember like even that, that MMO, remember there was no Jedi class at first. They're like, yeah, you'd be OP. Yeah, galaxies. Yeah. Yeah. Galaxies did not. Let, uh, they added it later. Like you had, it, but it was like, hated. I was there when that happened. Well, and, the thing and was, was they, not they, popular. I think they lied about it because they said like, oh, you can be a Jedi. It's just really hard. And yeah. like, there was no, path to be a Jedi. Oh, there were there were there, there were there? like okay. there were a handful of, of actual people who you had to put in a uh, hundreds and hundreds of hours <sighs> to do it. Lame. Yes. Just like in real life. What's the fun in that? <laughs> well, real life, just like right. quote unquote real Jedi. I think you're understanding MMOs now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this stuff takes hundreds of hours. That's why I didn't play them. Uh I also want to talk about uh so yeah, again, Star Wars across the board. Star Wars Battlefront gave way to Star Wars Battlefront yeah. 2, both with mm-hmm. colons, and then was rebooted as Star Wars Battlefront and Star Wars Battlefront 2. Again, no colons and Roman numeral 2. Um, and in between, idea. there was Star Wars Battlefront Renegade Squadron, uh, Elite Squadron, and Mobile Squadrons, none of which are to be confused with Rogue Squadron or Squadrons. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> Which are all completely different games. It, it gets really confusing too on mobile where like there's supposed to, I think it's a galaxy of heroes. There, yeah. There's like a couple of good mobile games that I couldn't tell you which one's mm-hmm. which because there's been so many. I, I, it popped up on my Facebook feed because um, it was Renegade Renegade Squadron might have been the first time I went to LucasArts. Yeah, that was the PSP mm. Battlefront yeah. game. I might have shown I, it to you. Oh, you might that have was one of the last things I did at LucasArts. And I, I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. And uh, uh, I liked it better than the other Battlefronts, to be honest. Uh, because, well, I don't know. The, uh, the, the Battlefronts just don't hold up. I, I love the Battlefronts. Don't get me wrong. Even the new ones. Uh, but Renegade Squadron, there was something about that, like... Uh, <laughs> When, oh, there's a new there's a new Muppet Babies video. I'm gonna get this. And like, this is a dude reading me a book with a page scrolling across the screen for 40 seconds. That's it just what? Uh, do, you, do you not remember that? Like, they do that all the time. They would do like um, videotape versions of storybooks, but the, it would be a narrator, and they would just film the page of the book. Huh. That happened all the time. Yeah, it's super cheap, and they okay. did a lot with uh, Jim Henson properties, the Muppets and the Fraggles. Oh, all right, I see. Mm. Um, but I, I love Renegade Squadron just because, like, I played more multiplayer on my PSP for some reason because it was really difficult to figure out how any of that wife. I never want to hear the word ad hoc again. I but here's how confusing know. Star Wars oh, naming is. So you have Renegade. You're talking Renegade Squadron, right? One of the most famous and, in my opinion, best Star Wars franchises is Rogue Squadron, yeah, I, I a totally different game type. And that, but is that what's the movie? Um, uh, Wonder Woman director is directing, which is allegedly still happening. It's I it's, think it's Rogue Squadron. Yeah, it's Rogue Squadron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I hope yeah. we get to you know rescue Crix Maydeen and uh, fly slowly to you know evade uh, dogfight. Yeah, I was, I was saying off mic that like Star Wars fans were sort of used to that, given the nature of not just the movies, but the outs out. The outside stuff that really enhanced the Star Wars universe before Disney got involved. Hmm. You wanted your Star Wars fix, read a comic book, read a novel, learn who General Thrawn is, learn who Kyle Katarn is. That's all yeah. that's what you had. And well, and we're we have the benefit we're looking back at the last 40 years of stuff. Like right. at the time, there's it there is so much Star Wars, but it's like, well, there's one or two things happening at the time. So that's all you really have to keep track of. Yeah, so, like, to reiterate, oh. you you couldn't buy Star Wars Battlefront on Xbox original and Renegade Squadron and Star Wars Battlefront 2 on the PS4. Those were never available for sale at the same time. They weren't competing with one another. Mm. So now when we want to try and like figure out what what happened where, it didn't really matter back then because, you know, yeah, they were they were they were the new thing and every, that's what everybody cared about. Yep. Yeah. Um, the other one that we argued about was Lego Star Wars which went from Lego Star Wars, the video game, to Legos, which was the, the first three movies. That was the it first was, okay. Lego Star Wars. I thought Wars. it might have yeah, just been no, not, 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 not the, the That's what I mean, the prequel trilogy, episodes mm-hmm. one through three, not, not the original oh. three movies. That was Lego Star Wars 2, the original trilogy. Then Lego Star Wars, the complete saga, which basically collected both games in one game. Yes. Then Lego Star Wars 3, the Clone Wars. <laughs> Which takes place between the second and third part of Lego Star Wars 1. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, and no matter who you are as a Star Wars fan, this has to like, wait, what? Let me figure this out real fast. Like, it yeah, just takes yeah. a second. It, mm-hmm. Chronologically, it's in the right order. But it's not in the right order of release, you know, release dates. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens, 
which was actually Force Awakens and part of Return of the Jedi. And, yeah, and then there was the Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga, which I think we assumed was just a continuation of that Force Awakens and like, oh, it's the, it's the other two movies that I they're adding to it. four conversations this weekend. Like, it's not that. It is not no. a remaster of those games. No, it is completely new and it is amazing. And Michael told me I'm not allowed to talk about it, but it's like my favorite thing I've ever experienced and I even leave it on pause when I'm working just so I can hear the fucking pause music. Yeah. It's well, I'm enchanted I mean, by Skywalker uh, Saga. Great. It makes sense now that at the time the first one they called the Complete Saga is that's the only movies that existed. It was the it prequels was. and mm-hmm. the original trilogy. Yep. So that was complete for the time and then yeah, we and then this is now that's what they refer to all nine of these movies. Now that is the Skywalker saga. Like that, that is the story of uh, Anakin Skywalker and his kids basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, can I give you a little tidbit of, of, of Lego star Wars name. Yes. Yes. You guys here with me can see this behind me. Yes. There's I can. A, a poster from when I was at LucasArts. Uh, can you tell what that is? Lego star Wars. It's, what's Lego star Wars, the original trilogy characters on can a... you tell what it's missing uh-huh. it's missing the, the two it's lego star wars uh, yeah the the original so trilogy was that the original this is like plan? a i have a poster i think it was like at a gamestop buyers kind of thing that mm-hmm. that our marketing department used and and at the time the original title was just going to be lego star wars the original trilogy at some point they decided to add the two but it makes um, sense for video know. games like this is the second one of the thing you liked right and and, and, and you know, everybody has something to say about the prequel trilogy, but unanimously, everybody loved Lego Star Wars one. Like mm-hmm. everybody loved it, I, even mm-hmm. me. It was like, and, and and yeah, I'm again. Michael told me I'm not not allowed to talk no, about it. Not. I hate I hate Lego games. <laughs> Skywalker Saga is one of the best things I've ever fucking played. It it completely redefines yeah, what it means. That's what I, I said. I don't want to spend twenty and it's minutes. All, it's talking worth about pointing out too like, that the yeah. first Lego Star Wars, like. Uh, created the entire lego juggernaut that we've had since yeah 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 Yeah. and and one of the things i love about the new game last thing about the new game it goes back to that formula with the whole puzzle environmental puzzle element and which character do i need to use for that because for a while they went like kind of pure action and i'm like this is not what i'm here for like Mm. yeah i like collecting studs like the next guy that's the it's like if you look at what lego games came out before star wars it was like jacks lego presents jack slate rock raiders rock bionicle bionicle (laughs) all of our exclusive characters whereas now if a movie comes out galador it doesn't get a game unless traveler's tales and lego are willing to make it It, it that's the only way you get movie games anymore just about and yeah, but uh, one thing that I am especially impressed with with Skywalker Saga is that, so the original Star Wars Lego Star Wars games up to a certain point uh, had no dialogue. It was yeah. just like the characters grunting and humphing and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it was like there's a big mystery. Like, how is Darth Vader going to tell Luke that he's his father without uh, any words? And it's like he, he just like shows Luke a picture of him with Amidala. And uh, like, oh, it's, no. it's, it's pantomime. It's fun. Yeah, it's, yeah. It makes for some great comedy. Moments, it's it's yeah. all pantomime. And then uh, Force Awakens was using, I think, audio from the movie. And then with Skywalker Saga, they did completely original voice performances. And they just got some of my favorite gags that I've seen in a Star Wars property in a long time. A presence I have not felt since. No, that wasn't it. 
Yes, yes, that's... Yeah, he's doing push-ups there. With his little robot no. arms. I don't know. Aha! <laughs> I've been waiting for you, Obi-Wan. <laughs> Obi-Wan just walks up to him. And he's like, all right, let's do this. Han and Greedo throwing their guns at one another. Like, yeah. just... Yeah. So, Han threw his know. first. Did you notice, though, in that scene? Mm-hmm. He did, and it argued, it's argued in a mini-mission later on by two oh. people who saw it great that's awesome <laughs> decide what did you see well and also did you know that there is an unlockable in that game you, you can revert to pantomime mode oh yeah. me it removes yeah, the yeah, voices and it's yeah. called mumble mode oh, yeah all right um where they don't oh, talk oh, anymore oh, because oh, I, I did think i don't uh lego games weren't a thing when um lego star wars came out but as a big cartoon fan like this is some of the best animation the funniest animation i've ever seen in my life yeah I, I was super. I, I think Jr. pointed out. I don't. I'm putting his reputation on the line here. That that ten year, we were talking about thirty twenty ten, uh, Lego Batman two were DC DC superheroes where they added in like just the whole DC universe for Lego Batman. That's when they added voice acting, and I just I hated it instantly. I fucking hated it. I thought it was the Hobbit or one of Lord the Lord of the Rings, Rings, the Lego Lord, but I think it it, it, yeah. it may have. One of the games may have just used movie like straight from yeah. the movie dialogue. Yeah, yeah, Lord of the Rings did. Yeah. And um, but I think DC superheroes may have like it's all new. Everybody talks is what I'm saying. What's what's wild about Lego Star Wars as a game franchise is is it's gone beyond games now where they just yeah. have animations. There was a Lego yes. Star Wars Christmas special. It's that, amazing. Like, yeah. The game it's references amazing. now. That that funny. the holiday special actually made references to the original holiday special at a few points. And a so, Halloween special day. too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's what I was about to say. Like um it's confusing, but I don't think Disney and Traveler Sales will allow any of this to there will be no Realm of the universe unobtainable of Star Wars, except for the holiday special and except for the unaltered trilogies. Of, of all the research I've done, I think George Lucas signed, signed those papers and he put it in there like, if I'm alive, you do, you never get to see the unaltered trilogy. That was like confirmed by J.J. Abrams. He's like, because I fucking asked. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go full Alex Jones conspiracy here and Baker, you can correct me. I suspect something happened to the original trilogy when they were doing the remasters or whatever you want to call those, the special editions where I'm like, I think they, they must've fucked up something with those original prints where like, we just can't get those from the masters at least anymore. Like something, something's going on. I think I've heard things along those lines, but I don't know anything for sure. Hmm. And besides, if you haven't seen, haven't seen the Harmy specials, like pay that guy. He, he did it already from your mm-hmm. negatives and <laughs> your DVD releases. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's your shit. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Well, isn't it Laserdisc? Like the Laserdisc yeah. versions are the original trilogy, and that's mm-hmm. probably actually some of the best there quality. were. If you want to go like original, original, they they did change things like adding the oh, episode yeah. four in the 1981 re-release. Yep. Right, right. Uh, they, they were changing you know, things. In the I first think there were even like Star tiny Wars. little things that no one really knows because we just don't remember seeing it in 1977. I, did, did, that you, I, did you hear the sick of Star Wars thing I did that people noticed changes in the first eight months of Star Wars 77 release? because people were sneaking camcorders in. Mm. and like there were updated effects like the first year of star wars the first year but uh if you listen to uh laser time we're about to put up like star wars was released like every 
one or two years before it ever came out on video. So like it was being tinkered with during that period, but how would you know? You yeah, we saw weren't it memorizing it yet. Yeah, you saw it two years ago. Maybe you saw it ten times in the theaters, but you couldn't see it for two years. I memorized the uh, the record storybook thing yeah. where R two D R two D two beeps and you turn the page. That's we have on Patreon.com. <laughs> on Patreon.com slash laser time, like um ET wasn't available. This is a spoiler for that. We're all talking about ET and its fortieth anniversary. ET came out in eighty two and wasn't on VHS for six years. Yeah, there was a big and event they, when they re- when they finally released it on VHS. Yes. I remember them advertising that. And as a kid, like we don't have any VHSs when I'm really young. Like we barely have a VCR. What I did have was the ET speak and talk record player, and I didn't remember. Like this is all narrated by Drew Barrymore, mm-hmm. who's huh. a, although a good actress, a a baby. A baby is, and that's how I experienced ET over and over again. Look, flipping through a book while Drew Barrymore read it to me. There was another one with Michael Jackson that I had. Yes, yes the storybook album. Yeah, talk about it. yeah. All right, we do need to wrap this up. But why did you leave mine for last? I, I, I didn't. Well, yeah, I did leave yours for last. But uh, I want to play just uh, for Dark Forces. There is a clip that I saw years ago and loved, where there was like a British show where they had English celebrities, British celebrities, playing video games. And they got John Pertwee, who was, I believe, the third Doctor Who, to play Dark Forces, and it's charming. I haven't the faintest idea what I'm doing, but I seem to have mastered the mouse, which enables me to go right, left, backwards, and forwards, uh, and get me along these passages as quickly as I possibly can. And I've already got a couple of guys. I've got about 15. (laughs) 15 energy units I've got. I'm doing tremendously well. I don't know. Now, where do I go now? Oh, that's oh, great. It's Darth Vader. Amazing. I swear it. I know him well. Come here. Got it. Rather good, those guns. I quite enjoy that. Gotcha. Yeah, and he's like, when he sees, he's convinced he sees Darth Vader, it's actually like one of those uh, Death Star gunners with like the big swoop helmets mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah the rick moranis helmet yeah exactly <laughs> the cock helmet mm-hmm. <laughs> but yes it's charming to see this very old man try to play dark forces and do pretty okay actually uh in, anyway in the most british way possible mm-hmm. <laughs> that was some of the most british playing i've ever heard all right let's land this plane chris say fellas did somebody mention the door to uh. darkness that's not the clip I was going to lead with, but it's fucking. That's, I mean, it's a great intro to this series. <laughs> Door to Darkness. I I consider myself a Kingdom Hearts fan, so I was going to uh. intro it like this. Although my heart may be weak, it's not alone. It's grown with each new experience, and it's found a home with all the friends I've made. I've become part of their heart, just as they've become a part of mine. And if they think of me now and then, if they don't forget me, then our hearts will be one. I don't need a weapon. My friends are my power. Shut <laughs> up, Haley Joel Osment. Shut. He's was he ele- in his thirties when he recorded that one? He, he, no, he's a child. Twenty yeah, years I, ago, I and he's elevating the material of this awful dialogue mm. uh, to like. If you haven't seen uh, everything everywhere all at once, it reminds me of that scene. Like, kind mm. with my weapon. Yeah. So, Kingdom Hearts. Oh, what a terrible game. Kingdom Hearts, then Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories for Game Boy. Hold on. Can I tell you this, Michael? Hmm? 
Michael, we about 30 minutes, 30, 40 minutes before we started the show, uh, I'm like, can I help you out with anything? I can handle the Kingdom Hearts sounds. So I, all I did was grab 10 of the stupidest Kingdom Hearts sounds I've ever heard in my whole life. Okay. That are less than 10 seconds long. Cue me when you want me to play one. Okay. Uh, well, let me let me just read the, the, the list here. I just have a lot here. Okay. Kingdom Hearts. Chain of Memories, which, Chain by the way, memories. was not... not the same gameplay. As no, the it, it, game it was on Game Boy Advance. It was basically a remake that was like, oh, it, it takes place after the first game, but it's you're reliving the events of it in Sora's mind, and it's card based. It's card based. Yeah. Then it's... Kingdom Hearts Two, Kingdom Hearts Coded, which was a Japan only cell phone game that got re released on DS as Recoded. Very good. The mm. re release, by the way, I reviewed that one. Kingdom Hearts Mobile. I told you I had clips, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 358 over two days. That, that one. Yeah. I mean, uh, um, let me play more Kingdom Yeah, go for it. Kingdom Hearts, a convoluted story. One of my favorite clips ever. The only context I need to give you here, these are two characters who look exactly alike in different suits talking to one another. Because I'm you. No, I'm me. I'm me, he says. That's it. <laughs> Just do that Spider-Man meme there. where they're pointing to each other. Uh, uh, yeah. Which one of y'all's Roxas? Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep. Kingdom Hearts 3D Dream Drop Distance. Uh, Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5 Remix. You're really going to blow through these, aren't you? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm just reading off the list. Uh, then, then we can mm. talk more about them okay, again. But, HD 1.5 Remix, isn't that a compilation game, though? So that's sort of a cheat. Yeah, I'm getting to that. I'm getting to that. Okay. Sorry, I didn't know how you were going to handle it. Just Yeah, just let me let me blow through these. Uh, Kingdom Hearts Kai, which looks like an X, but is the Greek letter. Uh, King, that's which the is most irrelevant A one. browser game, yeah, totally irrelevant. But relevant yeah. enough that they included part of it in one of these collections. Just the movies. They yeah, the yeah. Movies. Kingdom Hearts HD 2.5 Remix. And then Kingdom Hearts HD 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue, which as I was researching this, I did not realize it does not include Kingdom Hearts 2. Nope. That nope. is so it is it is a collection. Uh Kingdom Hearts 2 is in 2.5, mm-hmm. along with Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep Final Mix, and the cutscenes only from Kingdom Hearts Recoded. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 2.8 is a remaster mm-hmm. of Dream Drop Distance, plus Kingdom Hearts. 0.2 Birth by Sleep, a fragmentary passage, which is actually a new game set yes. after Dream Drop Distance, and Kingdom Hearts uh, Kingdom Hearts Kai Back Cover, which is a one-hour cinematic Fuck. film from the browser game. Yes. Uh. And, and two is in Kingdom Hearts 1.5, I believe, in that collection. I'm no, just going to play a random Kingdom Hearts. Two is in 2.5, one is in oh. 1.5. I'm going to play a random Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, uh, there, there is there is a compilation that includes both compilations, but 1.5 and 2.5. I, I think it might be like all three compilations. There are final mixes yeah. and complete mixes, but if you don't get 2.8, you don't get to play an exclusive portion that leads right up to three. Because mm-hmm. uh, Tetsunomura is a madman. Yes. And he's like, I don't want to slow down the story. I'm like... And I, I like did the thing where I tipped my glasses. Am I looking at the same guy here? Slow down the story. That's all you do. <laughs> uh, like, what are you talking 20 about? Twenty years. 
to tell yeah, a story it's, of three games over years, 20 games. Like, most of these are side quests and like forgettable intercools built on different platforms that uh, my conspiracy here is having worked on a Disney game or two I I don't think they're if you played the games um uh what's her name not Medusa god I'm, I'm just so old now uh who's the sleeping beauty Maleficent mm-hmm. Maleficent is a villain Yen Sid is a character but everybody else only gets to live through the plot of their storyline. You can't mm-hmm. have Aladdin kill Jafar and Jafar kill Aladdin and marry. That, that doesn't happen. You just play through the plots of the movie. So there was an interview with Game Informer this week where he's like, what happened to the Final Fantasy characters? I'm like, oh, we only put those there because um, uh, we didn't have any original characters in Kingdom Hearts. And he didn't say this, but it's like, what am I supposed to do? wait three months to get Disney to approve. Does the genie have feet or not? Fuck it. Let's put Squall in there. Mm. <laughs> they were like famous placeholders, and the, the more original characters that created, the more they diminished the Final Fantasy character. Was that the same interview where he claimed that they can't do some Disney worlds because the tech is too advanced now? And I'm you like, are, what does that even are, mean? You like... are watching a band break up. He does not <laughs> like how creatively reliant he is on Disney, and they don't talk to one another. They hang out. They're like Mick Jagger and Keith Richards. They they, but, they, they fuck it up on stage, mate, but they never talk out. By the way, the one I was thinking of, it's, it can buy, it's called it's Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5 plus 2.5 Remix. That yes. includes... But you buy that as one game. That is, it, yes. that loads as one executable. It should have been called the complete collection. I'm like, why didn't they call it that? And then a year and a half later, I'm like, I see why they are yes. releasing more old shit. <laughs> well, the complete collection, at least, at least they the named that. Collection, that will, the complete actually, that doesn't get you everything. It doesn't. It's a digital product thing. that combines everything. But it doesn't because it doesn't include the three DLC, which is still separate from the all in one. I'm sorry, collection. I'm playing another Kingdom Hearts yes, clip. Go Who for wants it. to hear? Who wants to? He- we all know Master Xehanort, right? No, but who he's cares? The old guy. Yes, who would like to hear guy. from his younger clone being confronted by our favorite Toy Story character, voiced by the immortal Jim Hanks? Put Buzz back the way he was, then get lost. Or else what, toy? Yeah, I am a toy and a friend. My guess is no one's ever loved you before. Because you know nothing about hearts and love. <laughs> two-year-old game. That's a two-year-old game. And again, shout out to the YouTube community. If you Google Kingdom Hearts without context, you will laugh all fucking dead. Mm-hmm. This is one of the stupid... I love this game series. It's one of the stupidest things I've ever seen in my entire life. It's, it's so awful in that people... I love that people love it. And I did you read that read that game informer interview? And I'm just like as like a former games journalologist editor, and like everyone loves Roxas and Aqua so much. Like, what do you do to like try and balance their fandom? And like, I would have fired that guy in the spot, but <laughs> he's probably right, and he deserves to be interviewing him because mm-hmm. if he gives a shit and there is a fan base for this awful nonsense, because again, uh Kingdom Hearts can't move forward anything Disney, they can only move forward Sora. Maybe Donald and Goofy and whatever characters they create. They can't make a sequel to Aladdin. They, they can't do any of that. They can only play in Disney worlds. They can't alter the characters. They can't kill anyone. It's weird. That's why we love Kingdom Hearts. That's why I, I know now why the games don't work. 
if you spend all this time with characters and story that don't matter, you can't actually influence. Chris, and, do any of the titles actually make sense when you play the games? I want to give them a little credit for Square. The RE thing, RE colon, that means remake, so recoded and rechain of memories. Okay, that's kind that of straightforward. Final Mix makes sense, because it's the last time they touched it. And then remastered. The, the 2.8 thing makes me want to punch everybody in Japan. <laughs> what about, like, Dream Drop Distance? And... It's another silly pun. We were talking about that off yeah. mic, about how okay. Japan yeah. loves their silly... It's, it's, it was the first Kingdom it's Hearts three game three for 3DS. Yeah. And that stupid three fraction. Does that mean anything? The what? 358 the... over two days. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's the worst game uh, <laughs> that Kingdom Hearts has to offer. And thank God I've got a clip from it. I'm just kidding. I don't have a clip. I don't know what my clips are from. They're just... Uh, right? You know Tron. I, uh... Yeah, I've met him and stuff. Listen, maybe you and Sora can help Tron. Okay, that's, that's from the <laughs> Tron legacy level referencing the Tron original level from like 15 years ago meeting the most non-Jeff Bridges, Thomas Hayden Church sounding person I've ever met. <laughs> Peter, why don't you put him in? <laughs> Not to already um, put a hole in your naming theory, but the DLC for Kingdom Hearts 3 is Remind, and that wasn't a remaster of anything. So It wasn't? No. It's just an all-new piece of... D- there is no rhyme or reason to these. <sighs> it's like on a ship. Evangelion, like with the you can not continue or whatever it is. Square, Square basically signed up with the biggest company. At the time, Disney was not as big. Square was a huge, huge international property. Remember, they're about to like release <laughs> uh, their, their Final Fantasy movie. They team up with Disney, and now you know a couple of us have worked with Disney. Their approvals, it's a long process. And if you're a creative person, that has to be frustrating. And I see that in Kingdom Hearts all fucking day long. But that's do- still what baffles me, is like right. I look at this and I go... Okay, like the Disney parts, you're like, okay, I can see how they would approve that. But just being associated with the rest of the stuff in Kingdom Hearts, you're like, how did Disney let this get by? Remember, like, like all that happens away from Disney characters. They yeah. are rarely ever a part of that, other than Maleficent and Yen Sid. Uh, hence, this wonderful bit of dialogue, which is like evocative of every point you just made, Matt. We are together. There isn't a second that we're not. Except I can feel it. Our connection's weaker. Why is that? What's wrong, Sora? I want us to be together forever. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I just wasn't expecting Jim Cummings' voice there. You're right. We are together every second. Uh, I wanted to talk to you oh, about don't, it. Don't, don't get ahead of me. That's, that's my... If you... If you play kingdom hearts there's like always a poo level but mm-hmm. like they cannot have any combat in a poo level so you right. basically spend 16 16 minutes to two hours walking around for nothing for nothing just to meet these disney characters because they can't they they cannot leave the 100, 100 acre wood or talk to you about the heartless they, yeah they when in one it was like a whole separate book that you just went in and it's yes. like what am i doing here but I if you're a disney it. fan i loved it but it's also like this is Man, if you're a player, this is nonsense. Fucking nonsense. This should be chopped out and thrown away 
But the voice acting is like all Jim Cummings in the original Winnie the Pooh voice actors. What are you going to fucking do? They should just make the 100-acre wood like your home base. Like, oh, you have to build up Bonta Regione. Uh And I'm only, I'm only, I, I love mentioning just because, like, um, they're, Disney is willing to kind of mess around more with Donald, Goofy, and Mickey because traditionally they've always been like, well, you're window washers, or you're the brave little tailor, or you're in medieval times. They've only been in one movie. Do you realize that? Mickey, Donald, and Goofy? Was it the... Are you counting the Christmas Carol? Uh, that's a... Yeah, this is, it was a short-turned TV special, but like mm. a, they've had one movie, and I know that because it's a fucking Kingdom Hearts level. Uh, the Three Musketeers from 2002, straight to video. Ah. But, but you, you know, Matt, you have kids. Baker, you have kids. Like, Mickey, Donald... They can be race car drivers. They can do anything. You hmm. can't take Ariel and turn her into a Keyblade wielding hero. No. You can't. Seriously, like Disney will not allow. That. Uh, you saw Wreck It Ralph too. They sort of did. That was pretty. The reason I hate Wreck It Ralph too is because the, all the best moments of that movie he has nothing. Not only he has nothing to do with. Like Ralph's not as funny. The ending of the movie is all other cool Disney characters doing stuff. Hmm. Mostly uh, princesses. You... The princesses mm-hmm. rule in that movie. But, but I love the first Wreck-It Ralph so much. Let's stop talking about Kingdom Hearts. Can I yeah. burn off? Yeah, let's, uh, let's wrap this uh, up. Well, I'll wrap it up okay. uh, with two more clips. Go for uh, it. Goofy dies. Goofy? This is not happening. It can't be happening. It can't. They'll pay for this. Vengeful <laughs> Mickey. <laughs> multiple times. Vengeful Mickey is so great. It's my favorite he World Spectre game. Look there and like, those motherfuckers. Those <laughs> fucking things. Tell me how my ass tastes, motherfuckers. They're going to burn. You're all going to burn. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and then, but, but obviously Goofy doesn't die. Mm-hmm. He wakes up eventually after being very hurt. Boom. Wake me up. Wake me up inside. I can't wake up. Wake me up inside. Save me. Call my name and save me from the dark. Wake me up with my blood. All right, where did that really come from? No more time. Wake me up before you go-go. Don't be hanging out. My favorite line from all of Kingdom Hearts is, Gorsh, Tron. All right, let's let's wrap this up. That's been our top five. Uh, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about some news, some new releases, some other stuff, so stay tuned. How are you, G.I. Joe? It seems to me that most of you are poorly informed about the going of the war. This say nothing about a correct explanation of your presence over here. Nothing is more confused than to be ordered into a war. Let's get scratching. Would you like exclusive bonus podcast commentaries and more from the Laser Time crew? 
then we strongly encourage you to support this show on patreon.com slash laser time. It supports not only this show, but all the rest of the Laser Time Network. You'll get commentaries, play games with the hosts, see exclusive videos first, and receive an uncut weekly ad-free podcast bonus time. Speaking of which, here's a quick taste. But I want to talk about good cartoons. Talk, talk about, about a good cartoon, a good yeah. experience, a movie I have seen three times. What? What? I've seen three times. Yeah, I've seen it twice already. Uh, that's Chippendale Rescue. What the fuck? I, I'm supposed to be the, like the diehard here. Jesus Christ. It, it is, uh, does seem like a movie custom made for you, though, Chris, because it's like yeah. the sequel to Roger Rabbit. We never it is. It is Roger Rabbit. And I, I don't say this with cynicism. It's Roger Rabbit for uh, millennials and Gen Xers. Uh, yeah. and, and, and just because, like, you know, I didn't want to spoil things for Michael. I was just, like, trying to say, like, you're not going to see Mickey. And you're not going to see Donald, really. But, like, dude, there's schnookums in meat in the end credits, for fuck's sake. I don't think that's been acknowledged by Disney in any way ever. But there's, like, they're just, boom, there in the end. It's fucking crazy. It, it, uh, some of those cameos that they got and are the, so, yeah. just Randy Marsh is in a... Randy Marsh is, Randy in Marsh a fucking, is chilling in the sauna. In a, in a sauna room. I was... I, I got... With uh, two of the three little pigs. Get bonus time, a weekly uncensored and commercial-free podcast every Tuesday, starting for just $5 on Patreon.com slash LazerTime. And welcome back to our final segment, where we're just going to jump straight into... Oh man, Mario Strikers Battle League. Uh, I don't think any of us picked this up, but Chris, you had a friend... Who did play it? I did, I did Adam from Paducan. Paducan. Because I was like, I was... Again, Michael won't let me talk about it right now, but uh, Lego Star Wars, which is a few weeks old. You're right, I won't let you talk about it. It's like the game of the year, and I, was like, and I was like, Adam, you gotta play this! He's like, sorry, man, pre-ordered Mario Strikers Charge, that's what this weekend is reserved for. I'm like, and then we always text about that, even though we don't play with one another, and he said, it's way better than the last Mario Golf, which... Sure, which it is, I mean, the Mario, last Mario Golf, like, I liked, it was the same thing we were talking about, like, um, the single player stuff, like, you can exhaust this shit in, like, five hours. It seems to be the case a lot of these sports titles on Switch, mm-hmm. um, they're built to be multiplayer on the worst multiplayer platform that exists. But they're, they're really great for local multiplayer, but in terms right. of the single player stuff, yeah, they will have campaign modes, but there's just not a ton of There's nothing to do. There. There's nothing to progress. You can All you can do is unlock new characters. You can't unlock new things. Like, I, I really enjoy the Tennis Aces campaign, but when that thing mm. was over, I didn't go back. Yeah. But I again, I didn't hate the last uh, Mario Golf, but it was not as robust as the previous versions. So, well, it, so. It's just really yeah. reliant on the moment-to-moment gameplay loop versus like a more macro loop like a progression thing it's like you really have to like how fun those games are to be playing uh which everything i've heard about mario strikers is like no it's it's like the best version of that like it's super fun for a mario strikers game but that what you see is what you get and it's all there they leave it all on the field to use a sports it's been so long and i've I've told the story before i i was playing it for work years ago as a games journalologist and we got it like three weeks in advance and like you could just see that like everyone on here is like IGN one up a bunch of other fucking outlets that don't exist um, and I was number one in the world for a week on the multiplayer of Mario 
numbers. Did you just say IGN doesn't exist? I know, I, one <laughs> up, one up. Is one. what I was talking about. Like, uh, like I, I beat the shit out of the GameSpy people. Um. <laughs> Yeah, it said IGN, mm. the Snowball Network, for some reason. Uh, you were talking. I, I just thought about that in the car. You were talking about what makes you feel old. Like I don't feel old because Snowball. of like Battlefield twenty forty two. It's that like I got a dream job at magazines, reputable magazines I loved, and are no longer reputable because they don't fucking exist. They don't. They don't exist mm. anymore. Yeah. Um, it. Same, right? Like, and like that happened. So that happened within like a twelve-year period. It was fucking weird. That makes me feel the oldest of all. Whenever I like, IGN started as Snowball. Like that wasn't just me making that up. And mm-hmm. then it was the Imagination Network. It, right? The I like, is for Imagination, which is Future. Whereas Michael and I met one another. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was it was originally N sixty four dot com, and yeah. then yeah, that merged with. It was IGN and then... I think it's Imagine uh, Games Network, Imagine Games Network, yeah, because it was Imagine Publishing. I was was thinking about it because I reviewed one of those Kingdom Hearts games for Nintendo Power, and, like, Nintendo Power had this enormous sway over all of us. Like, every one of us wants to write for Nintendo Power. It's it's the leading game magazine, and now it is 10 years gone. (laughs) That makes Mm. me feel fucking old. Um my last Nintendo Power article and Nintendo Power being gone within within less than ten years. Yeah, that hurts. Damn. Yeah. Anyway, so Stri- yeah. Meyer Strikers. Um, yeah. This was announced last week mm-hmm. before we could cover it, uh, but these games are out: Resident Evil Two Remake, Resident Evil Three Remake, and Resident Evil Seven uh, came to current gen consoles. They got Xbox yeah. Series X slash s versions so and confusing. ps5 versions of those games which i believe are all free upgrades unless you had that version of seven on ps5 the the, the plus collection right you know, it, you it's, buy it's still PS5. in the plus collection and i i thought they were going to get rid of the plus collection when ps plus extra premium came out this week no it's still there mm-hmm. It's still there, but you have to pay for the upgrade if you want the better version of seven that uh, that came out. So. Hmm. Which is just yeah. you know better for if you rates. want ray tracing on backwoods maggots. <laughs> Do uh, <one. laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I the the four K sixty stuff like seems to like resonate more strongly than I'd expect. Like, yeah, games that are years old come out and oh, sixty FPS. This is huge. I'm super into this. Let's get this on YouTube. Um, and and these like you know I've, I've not to brag. I've been playing them on PC, and yeah. so it's like you know I I could get. 4K 60 already with them, and His also in the PC him. version of Seven, Jack Baker comes out of the television and sucks you yes. off. So beat that, Sony and Microsoft. PC Master Race. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you're playing. To be fair, don't you have a 3080? I do. Yes. And so I believe a 3080 is more powerful than any of the new yes, consoles. Probably. So, so yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, it's, it's not fair. It's. You have wizardry at your yeah, leveraging extreme privilege. There's there's uh, two other things that came out. Both announced that they were coming out this week, but yes. aren't out as we're recording this, uh, which we're I'm looking forward to uh, the latter and the former. But I think you guys are definitely looking forward to the former. So Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Shredder's Revenge yes. coming to Game Pass day one. You've talked about mm-hmm. this more than any human I know, Matt. Why are you saying yeah. we're not looking you, forward you've to this? Twice now <laughs> tried. 
like speculated how you could get a free copy and maybe you should hit up somebody and we've twice told you it's on Game Pass. <laughs> there is so much on Game Pass that we don't get paid to talk about, by the way, mm-hmm. that I forget what's on Game Pass. Well, this one is not because it's not even on Xbox. Neon White is the next title from the Donut County guy, mm-hmm. but is a super fast paced yeah. first person shooter that uses a card mechanic that is getting excellent reviews, but it's only on Switch and PC. So, I'm very excited for Shredder's Revenge yes, for, because yes, it's the yes. um, is it like um, what what is the name of the studio now? It tribute. used to be .mu Tribute, hmm? I believe. Tribute, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, tribute. Oh, they changed their name. I thought it was still you know tribute. it might it might be two separate things. It, it is it is Tribute Games, um, but they are uh, people who used to work on the Scott Pilgrim mm-hmm. game. And oh. the streets. So maybe Dotemu is the publisher and Tribute that, is the That dev? could be. And then um, I believe those same people worked on the TMNT movie tie-in game for Game Boy Advance. Which was amazing. Which I think is secretly the Everyone best version it, of yeah. that. And, and yeah, like that is the one where like, oh, I totally see where Scott Pilgrim's DNA came from. Okay. They do not work on the River City Girls titles, though, right? That's different. It's way forward. I think so, yeah. yeah. That's mm-hmm. that's but, but again, like, they have I all see. these weird logos and the people making the music in uh, from Streets of Rage 4. Fucking Raekwon and Ghostface Killer are, are, have songs in this game, <laughs> apparently. I'm not kidding. Like the, nice. they, do, they do new tracks for the Shredder's Revenge. That's awesome. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's not often I, I play games online, but me and a bunch of friends right. have... have for, for now, we have six of us uh, lined up for Saturday to. And then we we had the same hours. thing for us. Like we're, we're just gonna play the shit out of this. Uh, this as forty yeah. year old men, like we cannot wait. Really? And the six player multiplayer thing is the only playing teenage. Do you guys ever think about how it's teenage yeah. <laughs> you're Ninja Turtles? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like, but I don't like focus on the you teen are outside and of teen hunger force. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, it's yeah. yeah. And and I think they just did they just re- uh, reveal Casey Jones last yes. week, like as a playable yeah, character. I believe so, he was part of that reveal as well. Like, yeah, in addition to Splinter and he was April, revealed as the seventh. Yeah, I've heard character. Casey is is unlockable. Uh, that that's like uh, I heard mm-hmm. that from a friend earlier tonight. Uh, My favorite uh, meme that pops up every few months is someone will post a picture and be like, "There was an episode of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon where." Casey went on a job interview yes. and showed up dressed like this, and he has a full suit on. With but hockey his mask, hockey mask, his sticks his behind his back, stick with a with a three piece suit. <laughs> That's not the, the funniest part of that, though. Is and he got he the got job. The job. <laughs> <laughs> Where do I see myself in five years? That's an excellent question. <laughs> oh, you know, Jason's really good. Friday Thirteenth is a huge franchise. I'm an enormous fan. But yeah, you were right, Matt. It is tribute that is the developer, and .mu is the publisher. This is just a tribute. Baker, you looking forward to this, buddy? Yeah, yeah. You know, we got the I got it going on this weekend. I hope there's actually other unlockable characters we don't know oh, about. Of course, I'd love to see Usagi Ojembo, for example. Right. Oh man, I would in, instant day one. Like yeah. buy it, even though I'm getting it on Game Pass. If it's got Usagi, that guy needs his own game. He's awesome. Yes. Did I read that Bebop and Rocksteady might also be unlockables, or maybe I'm just making that? I up? like. I think once you reach seven playable characters, that. everyone's going to be a playable character. And and, and, and having enjoyed, again, sorry, Michael, Lego Star Wars so much, like the diversity of like, oh, everybody does something kind of different and new. Um, mm. yeah, why the fuck not? And um, and, and I read some reviews of it, and it's all like, uh, it's eight-ish reviews. But 
That's great. Right. They're honest in that, like, this is not moving anything forward, but if you care about arcade games... Um, no, literally, I think that was what IGN called an eight. It was great. Yes. It was the official word they had. No, it's Alan Cooper, it was my favorite thing that ever happened. He reviewed the Sesame Street game, gave it an eight, and then knew he was going to get hate for it. And we had to move the website down so he could put a YouTube video of the count singing eight, eight, eight is great. Eight is great. You can throw it this way. You can turn it that way. Eight is amazing. Eight is... I know I'm getting the triumph insult comedy. Kind of like you mean... No, you mean, nine is amazing, Chris. Oh, Get right, it straight. Right. That's IGN's... This is it! Eight is great. You can hold it that way. It's still eight. Eight. Eight is great. R.I.P. Jerry Nelson, my favorite Muppeteer. Favorite Muppeteer. He's Gobo. He's Eminotter. He's the shit. Oh. Wow. R.I.P. Shredder's Revenge and and playing it with uh, all my California friends and all my Florida friends because they're all looking but it feels like an embarrassment of riches because I keep getting confused the Cowabunga collection is also coming soon it's like I don't think they've announced the release date it's still like you know I look it up and it's like December 21st 2022 but I I believe it's supposed to be this year is maybe maybe I'm just making that up but I thought they had said it was this year but it's like for people our age we're gonna have so much fun Drinking and playing with one another on the weekends instead of going to an awful bar or seeing live music, which are, you know, when you're, the, the girl you're dating on Bumble makes you do. Uh, or this is where Michael and I smile and go, yes, we lead completely different lives. Yes, like how I broke my finger rock climbing for a girl I'm trying to date and impress. It's still broken. It still hurts. And it's been like a month. Wasn't that an episode of Close Enough? Or one of the characters. Uh, I, I love that show. Pretends to be a rock climber. I, I, I love that show. Uh, to impress a guy. Baker, yeah. tell me something about the TMNT arcade. That's what everybody's saying. It's like it's the sequel to Turtles in Time that we never got. Yeah, I don't know anything more than I've yeah. said already. It, it's just uh, I'll, I'll know a lot more by the end of the weekend. It looks very obviously like a hey, you liked the Turtles arcade games, right? Here's more of that. Mm-hmm. I like Turtles. Mm-hmm. I do want to go through and just like spot all the Easter eggs I can. I like turtles. Yeah, that, I'm yeah, sure there's yes, a lot of fun in yes. these games. Yes, absolutely. Yes. How many Pizza Hut ads? <laughs> I oh, mean, wasn't that? You... Oh no, that's the Cowboy Collection where they're giving away a pizza. No, it's, it, it, it's, no it's 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 a limited run games collection of this game. Oh, see, yeah. okay, I keep getting um, confused. Which I thought, who was it? Jeremy Parrish or uh, um, Kohler? Chris Kohler pointed out like when. I think he said the hardest thing they had to do was negotiate a Pizza Hut personal pan pizza coupon that looks just like the one that came in uh, TMNT uh, 2, the arcade game. Oh, right. Back in the day. I thought the hardest thing to do was find an open Pizza Hut in California anymore because I feel like... It's really depressing because open, but they put like, we're growing weed in here shit over their windows. (laughs) So like... Carry out take uh, delivery only. We got the lights. Why not? You know. Yeah, I have I mean, to wonder if like if part of the deal was like, look, very few people will actually use this coupon. Like, then why would we want to give it to you? These right. are to drum up business. If you, if you want to know how pathetic my life is, we lost the pandemic 
among other things, and loved ones and my sanity, also took our all of our pizza buffets. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you still have access to that, you spoiled fucking bastards. But the idea of like, uh, I don't want to pick what pizza no. I want. Ooh, this pizza has mayonnaise as a fucking <laughs> as a sauce. We lost it all. Again, we lead very different lives. Even if we had pizza buffets, I don't think Michael and I would be going to no. them. <laughs> what am, I'm, I'm fucking quadruple vax. Give it to me. <laughs> Give it to me. Yeah. Put it in any orifice of all my right. body. Well, I think that does it for new releases. Let's move along to... Sounds so annoying. We lost Chris Baker during that clip. <laughs> he, he He's just sort of shriveled up like a hand puppet yeah, and disappeared. It was, it was so weird. But uh, mm-hmm. all right, well, we, we'll miss you, Baker. Well, maybe we'll get your, your answer at the end of the show and some plugs. We'll, we'll see. Uh, mm-hmm. News, though, man, for it not being E3, it sure is a lot of E3 like announcements yeah. the last couple y- weeks. You have this headline, Everything Revealed at Summer Games Fest, and I feel like it's missing a few words. Uh, Everything Revealed at Summer Games Fest was an aliens game. <laughs> there, there was certainly a lot of uh, futuristic, yeah, sci fi mm-hmm. horror stuff shown. Yes. But, uh, and this isn't everything. So I've, I've only pulled out uh, what I would view as like the big things right. and the stuff we off mic have talked about. So mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry if I skip over a game that you listener are personally thrilled about hit us up on uh, twitter at vg apocalypse and tell us which one like hey you guys should talk about that because that game rules it's Um, it's like like when i see redfall and like this game is purely theoretical when it keeps getting delayed i just don't i don't i I can't red falls on here i know but i can't get excited about it because like who knows when it's going to come out like you keep delaying it who cares yeah, well, we're talking. So Redfall was not at Summer Games Fest, but uh. what was? Um, ah, the Last of Us. Now they <laughs> now they're having to rename it. The Last of Us Part One uh, is getting wow. a remake, which was officially revealed. Um, it's coming this September to PS5 with a PC version <laughs> on the way. Uh, I'm sure you guys have seen the screenshots going around. I, I like did now. The, the Naughty Dog footage is. Mm. Telling and wonderful, but it, this is one yeah. of those. It's one of those things where, like, remember, Last of Us got a remaster on PS4, which looked still one of the best looking games on that system in that generation. I should say the news was met with anger, and I agree. I agreed with a little a little bit of it because I played Last of Us One like three months before Last of Us Two on the PS4 on whatever that remastered PS3 version was. And I'm like, this is the best looking game on PS4. Uh, yeah, I, I think. How did this get bumped to the line? <laughs> what well, the anger thing? I don't get because it's like, look, if you've bought and played Last of Us One, no one is making you buy this version. Just ignore it. Because people think that this is being developed at the expense of a Last of Us Three or but something else that they want to see. They from announced, Naughty Dog. but it's they, not. They announced it's not Naughty Dog. It's yeah, a, it's Sony. An external Sony developer. announced the acquisition of a new studio that is working on this alongside Naughty Dog, and by that mm-hmm. they mean like you know two people from Naughty Dog are like signing off on emails and assets. But uh, also. If Naughty Dog wants to, wanted to do this, 
it's up to them, yeah. not mm-hmm. you. Like it's it's up to Naughty Dog yeah. what they want to work on. Well, right? you know, you know what game fans are like. They feel a certain amount of ownership into things right. that they had oh, nothing to do me, with I making. Know. We'll, we'll, we'll uh, reach a story later on. But not, Naughty Dog wouldn't remaster this game a second time. That would be a waste yeah. of their time. I I think I'm gonna echo everyone else when I say that. Like, well, this looks really great. I'm probably gonna buy and play it. I don't understand why this game it didn't need a remake or a remaster. Um, but I think I think it was you, Chris. You you kind of hit it on the head. They probably want it to coincide with the HBO series. Yes. Yeah, that's what that's what a lot of people are saying. I actually mm-hmm. heard this is again going on conspiracy, but I could buy into this. So Ellie has sort of more of her look from two, which some people are pointing out. They might be trying to get away from the clear inspiration of. Elliot Page, that likeness. Ellie, from the Ellie first should one. should look older and worse than in two, and I really feel like yeah. that would make the game more compelling. But she looks like a sprightly young lady who doesn't need to be doing anything that she does. And when that, so like that, the one that looks sort of the same to me is Joel. He's just uh, you know looks I guess a bit dirtier and grittier. But hey, this that's is one aging of as a man. It's been great on on the dating services. This is one of those games where I think stills are not going to do this remaster justice where you probably going to have to see stuff in motion because there's a lot of shit in terms of frame rates in terms of like physics did you see naughty dog tweet out the uh breath thing no they 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 showed the old model and the new model breathing okay and more breath crystals or something no she just looked 15 years fucking older but, oh, but you mean but, you mean um, Tess? Yeah, Tess. Like, yeah, Tess. Uh, yes, Tess. <laughs> that was just the, the they were doing that with all the models. Yeah, but th- that one was the one that I sent you specifically. Yeah, so um, they age they age Tess up, which mm-hmm. makes sense. And these are people living through an apocalypse. So they're yeah, being, and she's know. supposed to be middle aged along with yeah. Joel. So, so yeah, she know. looks her age. Actually. So, so we're, yeah, we're, we're not living through an apocalypse, but you're watching baby boomers cling to their fucking ways. Now imagine someone. 50 in the apocalypse like we got to fortify this fucking breach and like i don't care <laughs> that breach was never a problem when i was little <laughs> it, it was just it was just nice seeing older people that was the only thing i liked about the remaster because i don't i i don't think it deserved that kind of attention because why would the most beautiful ps4 game deserve a remaster I think part of the ire too was um, Keeley sort of held this. This was like one of the last announcements of mm-hmm. the show, and it was like you kind of want to go out. Everyone is expecting like a Steve Jobs one more thing, like a big new announcement mm-hmm. to to end on a remaster. You're like, uh, it feels anticlimactic. Well, it was it was for me from what we talked about. Uh, it was what does a remaster mean for PS5? Because the last PS5 game I downloaded that wasn't Lego Star Wars asked me to choose between performance and frame rate as a PS5 game. What are you remastering? Like, can I do both? Because I couldn't in a new PS5 game. So um, so far when they've done these that were re- last-gen remasters, yes, you can do both. Because like, you are using technically a game from last-gen, so probably mm-hmm. fewer assets and stuff like like you know. So yes. Yeah, I, I can almost guarantee you won't have to choose two, this one. It'll be 4K and 60. Two, the PS Plus new announcement. Like, there's a remastered category in the premium category, which is the highest tier, that includes not PS3, PS2 games 
but remasters, but not Spider-Man. Have you, did you not see that? There's a tab in, 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 in PS Plus Premium for remasters. You will get remasters, but not hmm. not remasters we're selling for 50 bucks. No. You, yeah, you, right. not, you're not going to get that at all. Hmm. Uh, Which, I mean, I guess, because that was always a little confusing. Certain things you got for free, others you had to pay for. Yeah. So then Last of Us Multiplayer, they showed... Actually, they, they revealed it has a story, um, which could explain why... This was supposed to come out alongside Last of Us Part 2, mm. by the way, this multiplayer. So uh, it's nice to see an update on this, but this is long overdue. Um, nobody nobody wants start- massive... Uh, nobody wants uh, Last of Us Multiplayer. It was forced into one... And uh, stock, but people actually really liked Stockholm it. Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. People liked it. We we used to play. No, I don't think so. Yeah. I think there are plenty of opportunities for multiplayer. And stuff. they didn't, didn't put it into. And good. no, nobody wanted that. There's better multiplayer games out there. Relax. Did they say are they charging for this? Like I, I was unclear. Like if you own two, do you get it for free, or is this going to be a standalone paid proposition? I'm not sure. Oh, if the, they've the, said the okay. other thing because. I'm getting the move on thing, but like, um, because we have like a hundred stories. Yeah. I know, about. but like when they went, they announced PS the new PS Plus, uh, Last of Us re- remastered and unremastered are on those sets. They're worthless, worthless until they make a new version, and this is their new version, and they're not making Last of Us three. Bada bing, bada boom. I mean, they could uh, be. We don't know. I'm, I'm. Who knows what Naughty Dog is working on? We know that Sony's PS Plus uh, Game Pass service doesn't include day one releases for yeah. first party games. Yeah, we've known that. They keep, yes. they keep reminding us of that, and that's fine. Yeah. We'll I feel like I'm boring you guys by pointing out things we should be pointing I mean, out. <laughs> we pointed it out a hundred times before. <laughs> yeah. Like, anyway, so Aliens, Michael, you reference Aliens. Are you, were you excited for Dark Descent, which is the new Aliens thing? Or? I, I was excited because it was, I think, the only thing that I saw... That hadn't already been announced. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Alien. Yeah. Aliens Dark Descent was one of the few new things. But remember, Keeley warned us. He said, hey, this is going to be mostly stuff you know about. Um, <laughs> it also came back to back with they showed off the Callisto Protocol. You finally saw some gameplay, like right, mm-hmm. right, right back to back with an Aliens thing. So there was that, um, which I don't know, Michael. So I, I won't speak on it because I worked on the game. What'd you, did you like what you saw of the Clista Protocol? Like, what I, did it- I did. I, I liked the bit at the end where the guy got sucked into the turbine, and it was like, oh, nice, uh, gruesome death spa- or dead space deaths. Yes, yes, definitely. Um, I was ex- I'm still excited by this game. So Marvel's Midnight Suns, this is the – it's Marvel XCOM, and it's, mm, it's yeah. coming from that studio. But, but they gave us there like also a card mechanic? Uh, yes, there's Something a card like mechanic. That, yeah. Yeah, they, I, I got to say everything about this game, like it, it turns me off a little bit. Like I'm, I'm kind of a little bit over the whole edgy take on superheroes thing. Sure. Card battlers are not started sure. with me. However, Firaxis has never made a bad game. If right. their name is on it, it's going to be fucking amazing. Yep. So I have every every faith in that. And more amazing that they they confirm Spider Man, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And yeah. more amazing, it's coming this year, October seventh. So. That was the other thing I really noticed in the Summer Games Fest. And a lot of these shows actually is like, boy, there's a lot of 2023 games <laughs> that we're seeing here. Not so many 2022. Um, and then finally, Goat Simulator 3 was announced by teasing everyone with basically redoing that Dead Island 2 jogging trailer. Um, and if you ask yourself, wait a minute, was there Goat Simulator 2? That's the joke. 
Ah, okay. So they're doing three. like a Leisure Suit Larry Five kind yes. of thing where there was just, never a four. Just that's because they're they're all about jokes. They got jokes because they're Goat Simulator. Um, all right, so that was Summer Games Fest. Moving on, mm-hmm. and the other not E three. Got to be clear, not E three, but the other very E three like press conference. Uh, Microsoft and Bethesda showcase. Um, and actually, there were so many things they had. Two of these uh, fewer announcements to talk about out of the extended edition. But the first one. Uh, Redfall, they showed off a lot of gameplay for Redfall, and they clarified it's not just a co-op game. They basically said, this is Dishonored. It's it's like one of our type, it's like you can play it single player, like a Dishonored game or whatever, but you can also do all that in co-op, which I thought was amazing. Hmm. I, I don't know, but if, if you check that one out, it's, that's that vampire... Like another post-apocalyptic looking thing. Yeah, I, th- I think that got shown off a couple of times, right? Is that the one that got like the big, uh, yeah, that, that is. The I believe clubs. they showed it also in the extended showcase that they did later. But uh, yeah, mm. they, you know, so they. I mean, I mean, yeah, like that, that whole Left for Dead approach is, is always kind of interesting. Maybe not, you know, like it, it look, looking at it is like, yeah, this is something you can play with friends and uh, hunt vampires and everybody has a different ability and that's that's pretty cool but yeah. um, but yeah. I, th- I think they might have been reacting to like a lot of people being like ah, I don't I don't play co-op games and they were making it very clear like no you can play this solo and it'll be just as fun so mm. uh, Hollow Knight Silk Song we finally saw gameplay of that uh, and they confirmed day one game pass so i know nice. i'm not personally one of those hollow knight super fans i played it i thought it was fun but i know there are people who obsessed about hollow knight so look forward to that day one on game pass so yeah you're playing playing as um what is it the uh i i forget her name she's like a minor antagonist in hollow knight but the kind that's like oh we're gonna be on the same side by the end yeah it I, to be honest i keep confusing it with shovel knight because doesn't that also happen <laughs> in the shovel knight game probably uh, really, high, no. high on Life is the new game from, is it Squanch Games? That's the Justin yes! Island studio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they showed, that's a first person shooter game from that yeah. team full yes. of jokes. It's the Rick and Morty. For all your weapons Ryan. apparently have yeah. sentience and voice. voice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. H- humans are drugs. Uh, <laughs> you have, <laughs> like being trafficked as drugs by aliens, you gotta stop them. And here, yeah, take all these sentient guns that, like, will talk to you, and it's like, oh, yeah, those are my babies. Oh, don't worry, they're super easy to make more. Is this the first non-VR game from from that studio? Like, yeah, I guess. Wasn't the other one just that Rick and Morty experience? Or well, there, there was Rick and Morty, there was Trover Saves the Universe, and That's then there the was one. Accounting Plus, which was okay. also great, but more of, like, an interactive experience than a game. Um, I'm... I'm going to say this, but we're going to brush right over it. So Riot's games are coming to Game Pass. You know, all those free-to-play games. That, that was the most insane thing I'd ever seen. Like, anybody playing Riot games should lose their mind that this is happening. With buffs and, like, uh, free shit and right. stuff you have that's, to pay for in Riot games. Video. And, like, it's coming to Xbox. And like, well, I don't care at all. Hmm. I'll never touch this. I, I, I really thought they were announcing the acquisition of Riot. Hmm. Because um, mm-hmm. otherwise, why would they kind of got a big acquisition on their hands already with that? Why, why would? But why, but why would current Riot fans care? Yeah, I, um, I would assume most Riot fans are like PC people because that's what their games are on, and mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah. But you know, this is expanding the market. 
Yes, uh, it is. There's, there's always new fan bases to be acquired. It feels a lot to me like Orange Box, like when Valve games came to console. Mm. You're like, oh, okay. Kind of cool. Mm. Uh, this is a story for Michael. I repeat, a story that Michael will love. Yes. A Plague Tale Requiem showed off gameplay with a new Yes. Year. Looks great. Um, they also again, showed off that it had gameplay. <laughs> oh, come on. Of course it I has know, I'm, just I'm just kidding. You can sick yeah. rats on people, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think her name is Amicia, the the main character. Mm-hmm. Like, showed her getting really fucking... Uh, we did that thing about traumatized she's characters going last she's week. She's going full Yeah, she's going all Ellie. Just like, <laughs> fucking... I'm a fucking murderer. Oh, God, what have I become? Yeah. Um, and, and meanwhile, people are saying, don't kill anyone. And it's like... Yeah, I'm a stab it. And uh, and yeah, apparently rats are still a gameplay mechanic that you have mm-hmm. to keep them at bay with fire, which was one of the things that made the first game really unique and interesting. So I like to balance my news because I had a Michael item. Now I have a Chris item. Mm-hmm. They showed oh. off uh, Forza Motorsports, and uh, <laughs> it's looking mine. very beautiful. I, I, I did want to say that I watched it on my TV, and they actually streamed it in 4k 60 frames a second it looked oh wow astonishing okay. astonishing whereas like beautiful if you're a listener of the show I, I was saying like i miss e3 blah 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 but you know i was there in person uh but these game streams like dude you have if you have a new game to announce you have to stream it in 60 frames a isn't second, this what you 4K. told us you booted up your xbox and they basically did like a takeover where it's like we're playing the show motherfucker. they didn't like- show me my home screen first they showed me like there is a live conference damn do you want to watch it and it was easy to opt out but it was also like instant panic yeah. <laughs> because i've had microsoft products my whole life when my screen is a yeah. different color like oh shit oh shit not good i'm gonna i'm gonna skip one not news good. item ahead to keep with the forza news we finally find out what the dlc i was i was wondering i've been playing horizon 5 again i'm like when's that dlc coming because i bought that pass it's fucking coming, and it's Hot Wheels again, baby. They're going yeah. back to Hot Wheels, which was so good in three. Pretty bizarre, Lego dude. Lego was great in four. I know people didn't like it as much as, as Hot Wheels, but uh, Lego is also very good. Well, I, I think Hot Wheels was uh, wishful. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, and uh, it's less exciting now that Hot Wheels has a great mm-hmm. game uh, with Hot Wheels on the more arcadey racer, but sure, right? Well, yeah. Yeah, but that, that's sort of the point here is like all oh, the Hot Wheels DLC is arcadey racers. Yeah. Like you're racing in like a a, 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 a moving lizard. Yeah, um, no, it's, it's like this giant dinosaur that pretends to be like a giant dinosaur toy, like what you would do with your orange Hot Wheels tracks. Um, Overwatch 2, uh, they showed as part of this show, and then they revealed it's coming October. So October of this year, so one of the few 2022 games. Can I can, can I be ignorant? Did we not? Did we know that was free to play the whole time? I think what we had heard or is the that... multiplayer is free to play, but then they're going to maybe charge for the. Remember they 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 announced they're splitting the multiplayer from the single player, and maybe that's when they said the multiplayer would be free to play. Overwatch single player. <laughs> yeah, they're going to add like a some sort of hmm. story modules or co op or something like that. And 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 they premiered a new like. My favorite thing about Overwatch being into it was the cartoons. They would yeah, they showed a new character, right? Uh, like adjacent the, the to junk it. queen yeah. or something, or mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, like a, a lady Mad okay. Max, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of new characters, Diablo Four showed off a necromancer. We're like surprise, yeah. a necromancer! That was a, a really gruesome trailer in a really gruesome series. Yes, but, uh, yeah, yeah. 
I was I was a little shocked by that, and also took me a second. Like, oh, you own these people now. Yeah. I didn't. Uh, this announcement, I feel like more people should have been talking about because I love the pedigree of the studio. So, Team Ninja announced their next project. These are the Ninja Gaiden people, also the Dead or Alive people. Uh, Wo Long Fallen Dynasty is an upcoming, looks like kind of an action adventure. It's based in China, right? It looks. Yeah, I, I actually had to look up. Like, wait, is that a character from Dynasty Warriors? Is this a spinoff? Three mm-hmm. Romance of Three Kingdoms does not appear to be. Okay, but uh, is- yeah, looked looked a little soulsy. I thought. It it made me think. Um, I was looking at Game Pass and PS Plus Ultra. I don't know what it's called. It's so mm-hmm. complicated. I know it's extra. Um, um, Ninja Gaiden Yaiba oh, is now gosh. available again via. Don't PS, invoke that fucking PS name Plus. on this show, bro. Like, what are you doing? Like- <laughs> but on on Game Pass, like I downloaded the Ninja Gaidens. Like they're still really fun. Yeah, yeah. They're they're, really they're new good. this month or last month, right? Like they the remastered collection mm-hmm. that uh... the remat and they're not remastered enough. Okay, but I didn't pay for them, so <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. But uh, but but they were they're fucking great games, and they're on both streaming. Uh, subscription well, and this one they confirmed again another day one Game Pass game. Uh, so yeah, look forward mm. to that from Team Ninja. Also look forward to Persona. Uh, Persona that is so weird. Persona Three Portable, Persona really Four is. Golden, and Persona Five Royal confirmed coming to not only Xbox because remember like these were. Well, Persona 5 was, was on PlayStation exclusively. Mm-hmm. Coming to Game Pass, baby. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's huge. These have been, like, PlayStation exclusives for 100 years, and now they're... Gold, uh, I own Persona 4 Golden on Steam. Yeah, that's right. It did go to PC. They've always been the greatest RPGs that are released on a system a generation mm-hmm. behind. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think it was uh, Ray Barnholt of No More Whoppers that said, like, the same week, Sony's like, you can, yeah, you can download PSP games again on our new PS Plus plan, like, but not the Persona mm. <laughs> the not the Persona, not the two Persona games that defined this yeah. system. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're the best PSP games I've ever played. Uh, uh, PS, especially for Golden. Yeah. Uh, that was Vita, but yeah, right. But the, but they're Game Pass exclusives, and they're not available on. Well, PS I'm Plus. sure that upset. PlayStation fanboys, just oh, like yeah. this this next bit of news. This is what I was talking about earlier. Is um, yeah, that really upset him. I've never seen people people get protective of a creator like Hideo Kojima, where mm-hmm. he announced. I love that he didn't announce anything. He announced that he will have an announcement about a collaboration with Xbox. He's so he's working on a game with Xbox. Yeah, dude, we will have gray beards by the time <laughs> he announces whatever this is. Well, it that it inv- involves the cloud somehow. But it, it wasn't clear. It's like, is that cloud processing, cloud computing, or is that cloud as in streaming? Because like they're they're mm, cloud strive. They're, they're like Kit Cloud Kicker from Tailspin. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. well, like Flight Simulator has that cloud processing. Mm. So um, does um, uh, Crackdown, Crackdown Three. Has, yeah, well, like only if you play that special mode, I think. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, like terrible. It, game. it could be either one of those <laughs> things. He he. It was not clear. Uh, fan reactions have been, you know, largely negative, especially on the PlayStation side. Like, you know, I, not all of us can afford to buy a new console. Like, well, you can stream it online. I don't like streaming games. 
Um, well, I would say fan reactions exclusively have been negative on the PlayStation side because yeah, I don't, well, I don't be- hear any Xbox fans complaining like "fucking what? How dare we yeah, get Kojima?" Yeah. Well, like no one cares. Like no, I'm I'm sure that there are some who are like, "Yeah, okay, the, I'm interested to see what he makes. I hope it comes to PlayStation." Whereas it was a cynical move on Microsoft's part to close out. They closed out their presentation with a creator, mm. not a game. I mean, that's a big creator. He's a big. It's yeah. big news for them, but also like here's my theory on the cloud stuff. It's not that he's made Xbox games. But his before. last game was PlayStation exclusive. Yeah. Death Stranding is not and, on and, Xbox, and this one is something he's actually collaborating with Microsoft. They're pouring money into it. It's it's going to be a exclusive that he's doing. For, that will be the thing he does for the rest of his life. Yeah. It's, but it's, but also it's... people are like th- there was that petition which like said it cites extraordinarily low, like fifteen hundred signatures. Oh, give me a break. Something like that. And now Joe Biden has to. But they seem to think that, like, he's abandoning us. He's not going to make games for PlayStation anymore. Make him not do that. Like, like he's what is what is wrong? What are you talking? He's going to make he's going to make one game Mm -hmm. every four to five years, which is normal for Dev Studios. It will go to one platform first. And then a year later, it'll go to every yeah. platform. Yeah. Like, Death Stranding oh, came to PC. We get lighten up, folks. It's it's yeah. fine. I I, I I know what you're saying. Metal Gear 4 is the one exception. But that's every but PlayStation 3 that, game is trapped on PlayStation 3. It's, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but uh, other, that was one I was genuinely that. surprised never came to Xbox just because uh, those weird chapter loads, like would have lined up more or less perfectly with, like, okay, swap out the next disc now, yeah. which would have been the 360 approach. Here's here's the thing about the cloud announcement. If you played Death Stranding, you know a lot of the gameplay of that game is in the cloud. It's what other people built mm-hmm. in their world show up in your world. That is the simplest version of a cloud functionality in a game, right? So it can be anything. Like, it's... What? I, I, still, I still don't know how much of that is in the cloud or just like really minute data. If you pull it, Building if you pull that minute put, data from a server, that is technically in the cloud. That's I, I, I know what you're talking about, but I'm just saying like somebody put a ladder here. Like, is that utilizing the cloud? Yes. Remember when they, they brought up Crackdown 3? Like, we will process this building falling down on our servers and show you the well, best. That's version cloud of that. processing. That's different. Mm-hmm. They they right. were claiming these computers are going to have to process this physics because it's too much for the console to handle. Right. Like, that's right. a little bit different thing. So that's the problem. Is the cloud can mean anything? It can mean games that you stream, like streaming games. It can mean data stored up in the cloud no, that you're pulling listen. down. Like you technically, yeah. everyone listening to this who has like an online subscription uses no, the cloud man. for their saves. Like he was saves. not clear about what that meant. It he could be cloud saves. Cloud. The fucking yeah. game could just use cloud saves. <laughs> I, I really think like we will make fun of this announcement for um, the next 10 years. It will amount to nothing, and it will not be exclusive, whatever it's, it is. It's going to turn um, out he meant like the cloud rendering technology, like the, yes. the ability to <laughs> render clouds. Like They're just so fluffy. You never touch them. They're always thousands of feet above you. But, man, we have the best-looking clouds in the business. I'll say it again because I like predicting things. He will develop a Metal Gear or Silent Hill game for Konami before whatever he announced will ever come out. I I think the biggest coup of this whole thing was that he did this announcement during the Xbox show versus Jeff Keighley's event. Like that is that's the biggest news of the show. That's a good point. Well, Xbox made that happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's all business. They're they're buddies. Yeah. Well, (laughs) We've never had that situation before because Phil Spencer is not usually in Death Stranding, mm. but Jeff Keighley is. Yeah. 
True. That's, <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. Maybe Phil Spencer will be in Starfield because they showed that off. Yeah. And there's something like a thousand planets. It's basically, here's my take. It's like uh, Fallout in space. Well, that, that's what I'm wondering. Like, is it more? I was getting a little bit more Skyrim vibes than Fallout vibes. Fallout or, is or Skyrim. Elder They're the vibes? same fucking game. One They're has not a fantasy quite skin. the same. One has a and, fantasy skin. One has a post-apocalyptic skin. Well, what made me think maybe this is a little not Fallout is that even though you're using guns, you are not doing the um, the freeze time and target specific body parts thing that oh, that's the, the vat, the vat, the vat thank you. yeah from well, fallout okay but it what it seems to incorporate from fallout is all that base building shit from fallout 4 that's true there yeah. is a lot of but resource now you build gathering a spaceship. and you build spaceships and it looks like they they brought in some no man's sky and in fact when yeah. i look at this game i go i feel like i've already played this game like that no immediately that was my that was my takeaway like hey we're no man's sky but we we know what our limitations yeah, are. Yeah, there's that. Pair it yeah. down. It's a thousand. Yeah. Apparently it's a thousand instead it's of infinite a thousand, planets. It's a thousand planets. <laughs> a thousand. So, like, I don't get people's love for... It's all... I'm not a big Bethesda game fan. Uh, I don't have a lot of Bethesda games that I love. I used to be up through... Hmm. Up through Oblivion, I, I looked... Actually, through Skyrim. I looked forward to yeah. every single one of those. And then... Fallout 4 really showed me, like, oh, they just keep doing the same template. Yes. It, it's a it's template, and it's... it's it's it, it is the perfect example of what I hate, which is a game that's predominantly non-gameplay. Talk, 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 walk, walk, walk. Hmm. And then... Well, <laughs> like, the, the people have already done comparison videos between it and No Man's Sky, and I don't think that's negative, although they had, like... It was a little strange, like, okay, so you're embarking on this alien planet, going to this abandoned facility that's been taken over mm -hmm. by pirates, and along the way, you stop to take out your mining laser, and you just shear off this huge chunk of iron that I guess you then put in your pocket. Um, but that that is a very No Man's Sky thing yeah. to do. Zinc! Come back, Zinc! Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, they, but they. This is the the longest look of gameplay we've seen of this mm -hmm. title, and so this I mean, is it, now. It looks feeling, it looks great. I'm yeah. excited to play this. It feels but, very real, and it definitely feels like oh yeah, they can make I, 2023 I, with this thing, which is what they're saying. So uh, I know no one wants to hear me talk, and I don't either. But like, um, the idea that like when I loaded up my Xbox, it's like, do you want to see the Xbox and Bethesda press conference? Mm -hmm. Oh, you, you're both equal now. And, and and part of that was was like Bethesda games had their cachet, but also like you've really dropped the ball on your first party, Microsoft. That you that this is sort of Bethesda is. I actually got but, sort of the opposite impression. Like I went, oh, this will probably be one of the last years they do that. It to me just right. felt like the Xbox conference. Like it, they could have well, taken the Bethesda. If you remember, off. if you remember, like uh, Bethesda for the last ten years has kicked off E three. Yeah, they would announce the things that people are the most excited. They announced Skyrim, like it's like the first E3 announcement of 2012 or whatever, uh, 2011, uh, and everything else had to live up to that. Mm. And uh, Bethesda was really good with that. And they, they, but that Microsoft, they bought Blizzard and Activision and Call of Duty, and they it, it was called the Xbox Bethesda press conference. Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, I don't think is the Activision merger. It's done? not done yet. No, it's not. Yeah. It's, it's not final. So but like, uh, it. it was still kind of on display. Hmm. 
Like this, this isn't going anywhere. Joe Biden's Joe Biden's not going to get intervene with this. It, it, he would have intervened in a thousand other things that would have saved our lives. Yeah, I, I, um, I think that deal's going through. And then I wonder, yeah, will it be the Xbox, Activision, and Bethesda conference, or will you just mm-hmm. at that point you're just like that's just just too wordy. Let's just call it the Xbox conference. No one will yeah. notice. It's the it Xbox division. It has two years of that left, but like, but that. I was only wanted to point out, just having gone to E3 for so long, but Bethesda kicked off E3, mm-hmm. the hype of E3, and they did it well for a really long time. And instead, they just showed like things they already announced. Uh, on then on the extended Xbox Bethesda showcase, there's only a couple things that I really pulled out here. Valheim coming to PC yes. Game Pass and coming to Xbox. So, so excited for you guys to finally experience this absolute I own, I own have played Me. Valheim. What are you talking Not about? Matt. Matt's played it already. I, played it. Yeah. I just didn't beat it like you did. I didn't oh. finish it. I, well, yeah, I guess I finished the content that was, was available there. at the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I totally forgotten there is a Texas Chainsaw Massacre game coming, and that is coming to Game Pass day one, and it's what? one of those Dead by Daylight likes, which I uh, okay. I would have thought Leatherface was in Dead by Daylight already. Like, yeah. I like knowing that the 42-year-old uh, horror fan is still a demographic to whatever game system is. <laughs> well, they had the Rob Zombie remakes, right? Or mm. Of those movies? I want to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> That's Halloween. Okay, he did, well, he also made Friday the 13th, yeah. didn't he? No. <laughs> no, no, no. He didn't do Friday the Thirteenth. He Rob Zombie. I did. He did. He not do the Chainsaw reboot. I thought he no! did. I thought okay. he did. Who no. did? Because <laughs> I remember did? there was the Texas Chainsaw Massacre reboot no. a few years ago. It, they were produced by Robert Rodriguez, but I don't uh, remember the director. Different Rob. God. I didn't know how drunk I was, so I had to say Robert Rodriguez. Mm. Robert, do it yourself right now. Robert Rodriguez. Oh, fuck off. You're fucking a Spaniard. Roberto Rodriguez. (laughs) That's Castilian. He'd probably skin me alive for that. He he lift a Z. So Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, and then um, Slime Rancher 2. I loved Slime Rancher 1. I thought it was a great game. Uh, So 2 is coming to Game Pass Day 1 as well. So look forward to that. Capcom had a showcase. Uh, Yes, they did. We saw some more gameplay of Resident Evil 4 Remake, which you might remember. They, we talked about it last week's show with the announcement. Um, they showed, I guess this is a big deal to folks. And I remember the big deal was like, hey, Leon can can move and shoot. But now I guess he can move while aiming, which is the big deal. I guess he couldn't do that in 4. I, I lose track. I thought he could do that. But he's much slower. Okay. Okay, so... But RE4, RE4 invented the over-the-shoulder shooting, and Gears of War brought it to the mainstream, and, and then everything else were fun. Mm-hmm. For, yeah, for third person. Yeah, because I guess mm-hmm. before that, Resident Evil games were a lot different. Mm-hmm. Armed and dangerous, yes, that's all you had. Uh, Resident Evil Village, uh, which we wondered at the time, we're like, where's the DLC for this? Well, we finally found out where it is. Yeah, we got quite a detailed look at it actually but, it, but it's coming so long after release so it's the winter's mm-hmm. expansion uh it includes a bunch of stuff it includes a, a story dlc that is the story of rose who say spoiler alert for resident evil village is the daughter that you mm-hmm. kind of see at the end of mm-hmm. that game so we're gonna explore more of her story and what happened to her 16 and... years later she is no longer a baby yes no 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 lady dimitrisk 
is coming to the mercenaries mode, and I think it was one of you pointed out, like, does she just have yeah. fancy chairs to throw Because, yeah, side? she's standing outside, and she throws a fancy chair at some goons, and it's like, does she just carry, like, a stack of those? What is going on? You, you might remember that's that challenge mode where it's really just, hey, kill mm-hmm. these people in this time yeah. limit, but you, you were playing as her, a nine-foot-tall Lady Dimitrescu in mercenaries. Which yeah, and, and also about. Heisenberg. Right. He's, he's right. playable as well, and I think Chris Redfield. And then there is a third-person mode that was announced, because you might remember yeah. Village is a fir- Village and Seven are both first-person games, so they will now have... Third- well, that's actually a lot of work. Like You, you do have to do a lot. You can't just pull the camera back. There's character right. animations and stuff. Yeah. That have to think well, there's, there's also like the scale of the environments yeah. to consider. Have you seen what happens to people who pull a camera behind a first-person shooter? I believe it's... we all laughed at the Firewatch model and what the uh, mm-hmm. guy actually looks like <laughs> yeah. in Firewatch. Yeah. Yep. So that's it. That's exciting. I, Michael, and I, and Chris, we all loved Village, and so it's great mm-hmm. that it's uh, it's getting all this. It was, it was my game of the year uh, a year or two ago. It was uh, everyone's game of the year. Our yeah. game of the year too. Last year. It, um, the 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 largest conversation I had today was about Elden Ring, and like, do you think there'll be DLC? And like, I'm actually not sure now. Like, yeah. it, it wasn't announced during this period. The game is so fucking big. Um, yeah. I'd be surprised. But I. I yeah, the the third person mode, like we haven't mentioned it, is especially weird because you not only did you never see Ethan's face before, it was never really revealed. Yeah. Like it was kind of always shadowy and like even fan art of Ethan kind of picked that up and ran with yeah. it. Like you, yeah. you never see his face really, it's always shadowed. Yeah. I, I think that's the the double edged sword Capcom approach with like turning all this first person. Mm-hmm. Where like I, I played uh, uh, Game of Pigs. Is that Outlast? Outlast. And it's just like um, Amnesia Machine. For amnesia, pigs. and it's just like I'll never play this again. <laughs> this hurt me so much. Mm-hmm. And then Capcom's like, this is how horror is being done right now on Steam. Let's do that. But I can't replay that. And Resident Evil Eight is this wonderful thing of like. Yeah, I'm a guy run, who could run with a gun. Like mm-hmm. uh, the other games aren't. It's it's it, oh. So the best part about all this, it's all hitting at the same time, end of October this year. So just in time for Halloween, which uh, still it's wild because it's like a full year and a half after the the base yeah. game came out. But it's a lot to come at, at one time. So I wish awesome. Halloween was now. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Monster Hunter Rise is a game we, well, two of us. Oh, really the best loved. game ever made? Yeah. Uh, the Sunbreak expansion coming at the end of this month, June 30th. But no, they still showed off quite a bit of it. Showed off the new areas, the new, not, not new monsters. They're, they're monsters that have been in other games that they're bringing into this game. I think some are new. And then there's a demo that's available now. Go play the demo. If you haven't played Monster Hunter Rise, what are you doing with your life? It's amazing, so. One of my favorite games in the last 10 years. Please, It's please, a please. wonderful game. It's a wonderful game. And then finally, Capcom showed off more of that game that's not Dino Crisis that should just be called yeah. Dino Crisis. They, they, they actually had to say publicly, like, no, this is not Dino Crisis. It's not connected to Dino Crisis. It's an original game. Yeah. But it sure as heck looks like Dino Crisis because you're fighting dinosaurs. Sure yeah. Just storms and swarms of dinosaurs. But they showed off a lot more of that game with the weapon systems, and it, it's really got more of a sci-fi futuristic overlay than I than I thought it did. Yep. And it's it um, the 
gameplay stuff I saw really kind of screamed almost like service game to me, like a, like a live game as a service thing where I'm like, oh, okay, this mm-hmm. is like the missions that they're sending you on. Um, yeah. So, no so no one's going to be better at that than Capcom, so let's go, <laughs> go for it. <laughs> hey, they, sure. they, they're the Street Fighter people. They, they yeah. don't do live games. Monster Hunter's a live game. So what, it's fine. What's it's a great. Street Fighter? Someone who fights a street. A b- bunch of sick stuff. Um, one of the I didn't put it up here earlier, but we saw Guile and his awesome hair, mm-hmm. and he's yeah, he, he, yeah, he's got like a weird beard now. And that shit was awesome, and Street Fighter Six looks really great, and like mm-hmm. has always been really great with presentation. Well, and... The thing that surprises me is how much of it they're showing off when that game doesn't come out until next year. I'm wondering, mm-hmm. are there some tech tests or something coming that are going to bridge that gap before the actual release? Because this is a lot it's, of info to hit. It's already happened. Hmm. Everybody you like who talks about fighting games on the internet is already beta testing Street Fighter Six. Okay. Well, yeah, I think they they might have had hands on at that Summer Games Fest. Uh, they had that live like live component of of that hmm. show where uh, Jeff Gersman, I, I, you know, he was talking about that and how it felt, and he he spent a lot of time uh, just digging into to the new Street Fighter. So yeah, people are playing it. So uh, it seems pretty close to done for a game that again is coming next year so publishers are interested <laughs> <laughs> he's a duck I, I again i had to just take the highlight so i apologize if mm-hmm. i skipped over one of your favorite announcements from the show but that is all the news we are fit to play yes we're not very fit by the way um our community segment let's move along to which is always a segmenting our community uh, last week's question of the week was, which of the State of Play or Summer Games Fest reveals were you most excited about and why? Uh, Giant Short Stacks on VigiGamePocalypse.com says, I'm excited for the game that looks like the design doc just said, what if Aliens, or maybe Event Horizon? <laughs> A close second is the bright and colorful game that looks like they fucked up exporting the normal smoothing groups on all the models. It looks like that game comes from an alternate timeline where the only thing done to improve graphics was adding more Polygon to Sega Saturn games. <laughs> no further details that can be used to narrow down which games I'm talking about will be provided. Wonderful. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I, too, am looking forward to those two games of which yes. you speak. <laughs> I, too, enjoy that particular I mean, beer. Honestly, I, I thought I knew the first one, and now it's like, well, that could be a lot of them. And, could could uh, be that Aliens game. Could be the Callisto Protocol. Who yeah. knows? Could be any one of the other Aliens-y games that were shown. Yeah, there's Summer that games other H.R. Geiger-like horror game uh-huh. that I'm blanking on the name. Yeah, well, there, yeah, there, there was Scorn? that one, which, sorry? Is it Scorn? Scorn, yes. And and that one was like, this is like the, the rough ugly version of and i mean ugly aesthetically not ugly as in un- unpolished uh of high on life like they both use organic weapons that are monsters mm. and uh presumably that talk to you but uh yeah that, that's like the grosser more edgy version just gonna point out that Oddworld uh, stranger's wrath was doing that years ago that's true that's true maybe it'll be a top five someday who knows free on game pass um mm-hmm. Andy Ryan said, I, I love the dark and gritty game uh, set in the space station, uh, but actually I'm here for the plucky squire. <laughs> the oh, story, yeah. The storybook look uh, mixed with little hero in a big world as a musical. It's magic. Yeah, that, that game looks amazing. I think, was was that during the Devolver 
uh, showcase that they showed that? Yeah, I think that might have been the Devolver showcase. Yeah, which, you know, fun as always when they mm-hmm. put on these weird you know, show meta skits. Meta showcases yeah. that make fun of E3 and all yeah. that. Yeah, what was it like a, a – they they loaded a robot with um, Suda fifty one's consciousness or something. I'm just <laughs> kidding. Sounds great. Sounds mm-hmm. great. They parodied the ending of a never ending story. I think. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, Philip Longuet says, "I am most excited about Stray for a couple of reasons." Okay, mm-hmm. I want to hear this because I want to know why people are excited about Stray. Being day day yeah. and date on PS Plus Extra is awesome and hopefully indicative of things to come for that platform it looks great it's only a shortish experience and there is apparently a dedicated meow button and the dual sense will vibrate like a purring cat sold i'm also painfully aware that my real life cat bell is old and has cancer which sucks and she's not Mm. going to be with us for much longer i'm hoping the game will help to ease the pain i know is coming oof Monster Hunter let me build my own dog, and it was my own dog before I lost it in divorce. It was one. There's an adorable skin. I think that's a pre-order for that expansion too, with the with the Palamutes. And on Twitter at Meowstodon says Street Fighter Six. I'm a big single player 2D fighter fan. I'm not in love with the new style, and yes, it does look a little too much like Tekken with the shiny hits. Luckily, I'm not a giant baby when things change. <laughs> It looks like they put a lot of love into this, and I can't wait. Good, healthy attitude there. Yes, I agree. Thank you to you. And at Shy Guy Fieri says, "I am so hyped for Street Fighter VI. I am a long, I am a lifelong Street Fighter fan. And back in the '90s, Capcom was the king when it came to fighting games. However," The 2010s haven't been so good to fans of Capcom fighters. Street Fighter V was like the Wii U of Street Fighter games. Oof, not necessarily bad, just really underwhelming and hard to distinguish from its predecessor. Street Fighter VI fixes that right out of the gate by choosing a distinct visual style and theme, and I gotta say, I really dig the whole hip-hop, urban, graffiti aesthetic they're going for in this game. And thank the Lord, they are finally moving the timeline past Street Fighter III. Yes, I told you guys that last week. I was right. I looked it up, by the way, and I edited it to make you look better because you were fucking wrong. Waiting (laughs) for Capcom to move past Third Strike was like waiting for Star Trek to move past Next Gen. And as a filthy casual, I appreciate the robust single player experience, especially since it is set in Metro City. I'd love me some Final Fight. Now bring back Sodom, you fucking cowards. I added the fucking there for emphasis. I don't care if his name sounds dirty. Just bring him back. It's just a city. He's named after a city. Yeah, it's a city in the Bible. It's a biblical reference. Yeah. What? What's your problem? What's, what's wrong with he, you? He will penetrate you with a sword at some point. Mm-hmm. That sword is it's going up an ass or into a mouth at some point. Both of those. And he's running with it at full speed. Hmm. God damn. Like, Sodom, is, Sodom should be called that for cheating. Hmm. You like can't that. run at people in a wrestling ring full <laughs> Full bore with a with an open blade. Yeah, with an open blade and uh, football pads. I think. Yeah, there you go. Can't yeah. drive with an open blade either. There's open blade laws in many many states. It's... Mm-hmm. You would think, but this is America, and our freedom <laughs> is at stake. Yeah. Um, open sword carry. Um, <laughs> but new question of the week. Um, inspired by our guest Chris Baker, who's been very silent during TV. these past few segments. Uh, what is your favorite game? With multiple versions that you've played. Um, 
This is hard for me. I can't think of a lot of them, but uh, Ghostbusters is a game with multiple versions Dude, that I've played. good. Yeah, yeah, good. sure. Like, yeah. Excellent the, answer. The original, um, is it David Crane? Uh, Ghostbusters. But the, um, I played the Apple II version when I was a kid, and I absolutely loved it. And then uh, a few years ago, for I think an episode of Retronauts, I, I tried to play the other versions, and I found out they are not all created equally. The mm -hmm. NES version is one of the worst games I've ever played. The of one, of yeah, of one of the first Ghostbusters. Two is not bad. Two, well, no, no. What I'm saying is, there are multiple versions of Ghostbusters one, mm -hmm. um, and like yeah, and they're they're all the same game more or less. It's just that some of them are shit and some of them are really good. Uh, like the Apple II, the Sega Master System ones are. Really good. The Commodore 64, great. The NES one is the one most people played, and that's why most people think that that game sucks ass. Because mm -hmm. it's terrible. And there are other terrible versions, but... Uh, I should have yeah. asked him. I recently saw David Crane speak. I should have asked him about that. What mm -hmm. happened on the NES version of Ghostbusters, David? Talk to yeah, us. Well, I'm sure it's, you know, different, different developer, and they didn't nail it. So, someone else go. I want to say mm -hmm. there are almost no bad Tiny Toons games. Okay. Uh, there are not any bad Tiny Toons games. I didn't love, but, but like, um, my love for DuckTales comes from um, being in my late 20s and seeing kids and retro gamers and VGM fans like fall in love over DuckTales. Mm -hmm. It has. Want to criticize it? Doesn't matter. It has things that still work for a lot of group, like like small sects of people, and uh, Tiny Toons gets no credit. Uh, th there's not a bad Tiny Toons game. There are, uh, are there's one like unreleased GameCube game with vo full voice acting from the original oh, actors, uh, and there's a PS2 game. Like uh, they 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 went from NES to PS2. No matter what you say, that is a longevity that like most products don't have. Mm. Um, I'm kind of surprised. I thought Tiny Toons were well over by the time the PS2 hit. When, when I just remember house sitting like this, this this guy who went to uh, Brigham Young University, and he had like he bought the Brigham Young cable package, and Tiny Toons was on every second of every fucking really. Day. <laughs> yes, this is like this is less than ten years ago. Over the Verizon fucking good to know the book. Tiny Tunes are Mormon approved. Did not know. Yeah, I, okay. No idea. No idea. If, it, if it's on BYU TV, it's Mormon approved. Yeah. <laughs> Tiny Tunes is the best licensed game franchise ever. No, by the way, there's there's just no bad Tiny Tunes game. True. <laughs> it's true. It is true. No Batman. The Batman recent games. No, anyway. play the Batman Turbo Graphics 16 I, game I, with the a fucking exploding games. collar strapped to your chest and see what happens. All right, so I, mine's going to sound like a cheat answer, but I'm going to bring it back, and you're going to go, oh, okay. There there have not been many bad Tetris games. There have been a few. but How do you make, do you make a bad Tetris game? There, there have been a few. Mm -hmm. Tetris Effect is amazing. And on paper, you're like, it's just Tetris in VR. But that shit is like a life-changing vr experience but here's where that's that's sort of a cheat answer because like, oh, that came years later it's a different game tetris effect connected is the one that came to xbox 
and was and and later PlayStation they they brought it back where you didn't have to have VR. But you would think like, oh man, you strip VR out of that game and it loses its appeal. But no, it is just as good, just as trance like, and they added all this cool connectivity stuff. Hence the Tetris Effect Connect uh, connected, and it's like it's a great version of that game. You're like, oh, okay, cool. It didn't need the VR, but it's still like the VR is like life changing. It's great, but yeah. That's a port um, where they they found two totally different points. Uh, the connected aspect of, of the Xbox version is amazing. Yeah, uh, the VR version of the PS VR version is amazing. But they're like they're it's the same game, same developers, but it's not it's not the same. Yeah, the it's full different. experience requires both systems and a VR helmet. It's it's weird. Yep. Yeah. So you would think like, hey. The cool, the cool selling point of Tetris Effect is the VR, and it's like, well, actually, no, they, they took it out of VR, and it still fucking rules. It's a great version of Tetris. Mm. So. Tetris Effect I just, connected. I just love that the title refers to the phenomenon where if you play a bunch of Tetris, yeah. you close your eyes and you still see it on your eyelids. Another version of this that few people could experience, but Res Infinite is like that is the ultimate realization of Res, and it's like, oh, this is what Res always was trying to do. It's just now full immersion. You're in VR in fucking Res, and it rules. So. Nice. So what is your favorite game with multiple versions that you've played? And like, not just your favorite game that you've played that has multiple versions, but you have played and enjoyed multiple versions. Uh, let us know. Go to videogameapocalypse.com. Answer into the comments for episode 476. Alternately, you can visit us on the official Laser Time community on Facebook. There'll be a thread there where you can answer or you can ping us on Twitter at VG Apocalypse, and we will collect the best answers and read them on next week's show. Anyway, that has been our show. Let's go with some plugs. Uh, so once again, Baker, thanks for joining us. Uh, and where can people find you? I'm uh, at, a- at cbake 76 on Twitter. Superhero.vg is the, uh, the YouTube channel. And actually, if you want to keep an eye out for my game called Circus Electric, which I was the lead writer on, uh, that is coming later this year. I think we're going to announce the date in the nearest future. Uh, there will definitely be a, uh, video, a gameplay video that uh, will have a very familiar voice attached to it, i.e. mine. Wow. Uh, so uh, be on the lookout for that. Circus Electric. Circus Electric. I can't hear that and not want to say, Circus Electric! Like, welcome yeah, to the circus. say it like that. It's a, <laughs> that's the attitude behind the game. And, and pass along, a, once again, pass along my compliments to whoever... Uh, my friend has had such a bad girlfriend. I've had his uh, Zen pinball machine here. Oh, cool. Right. Whoever made that menu music, that's my favorite song of the oh, year. Nice. Hey, I pass along my compliments. Whoever wrote Operencia. Great. Mm. Great yeah, game writer. That was me. Who wrote that? <laughs> yeah. Is it the same he person who wrote Red Nautical? Oh, thank you. In short. Um, <laughs> just kidding. I know it's... We all know it's Baker. We all played that fucking game. Um, it was like a... That's the joke. Yes. Hmm. Um, all right. And then Chris? Oh, um, uh, support the Department of Justice prosecuting every shade Republican who's ever existed. Perfect. And I don't care about my plugs. Patreon.com slash laser time. I couldn't resist. I couldn't. All right. All right. And 302010, which you sort of plugged throughout the show. But Man, we'll I allow said it, like it three times. Jesus Christ. That's plugging throughout crazy. the show. Uh, and then, yeah, you can you can follow me on the Twitter at Matty C. Allen. Baker doesn't want to plug his book because he doesn't care anymore. Because I don't think, like. <laughs> it's, 
but six it's, years old. I love your no book. I love <laughs> I love your book. It was it was just like the shows I do. The book, um, the funny things about people poorly adapting my favorite characters, or sometimes nicely adapting them. Right. But they just got something wrong. Yeah. But you have screenshots. What's the name of the book? Wrong. And Retro Games. You, you messed up our comic it? book heroes. Available for Kindle. Mm-hmm. Only Kindle right now. I'm going to platonically date away. Chris Baker all day long because every time I talk to him, this is all we talk about. <laughs> I, yeah, I could talk about licensed video games all day long. That's, it makes yeah. It's an odd yes. little niche, but it's uh, it's mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, thanks Thank so you, much Steve. for joining it's us. Always a pleasure, guys. Thanks for having me. And as always, you can visit us online at vidgamapocalypse.com, follow us on Twitter at VGApocalypse, or follow me personally at Wikiparas, that's W-I-K-I-P-A-R-A-Z. That's been our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. to be like a dinosaur toy like what you would do with your orange Hot Wheels track. I'll get it.